and was only suitable for people aged 18 or over will almost certainly have an adult theme and might well contain sex or violence which are quite graphic. It may also contain explicit language, including sexual swear words. Thanks for listening. Uh, but here's what his revelation comes to him. He's kind of got all this stuff, like, uh, touching, wiping, mourning of the animals. Not wiping, whipping. whipping. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, not touch, also not touching. I am, I am dyslexic. I, I hope I'm not having like, a stroke. Do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! And an atheist almost always becomes supporters of eugenics and abortion. A swine is hungry for nuts. Jesus hates him too. Satan is real. Being a Satanist is an open declaration of revolt against counterproductive received wisdom and mindless rogue traditions. Decapitate her head off. We're done. Done. We're done. Obama! Welcome to the Godless Revolution. I'm Dan Ellis. Hello, Dan. Ginger extraordinaire with a long beard, and apparently I fooled some people on. You, you did. April 1st. <laughs> you did fool. It didn't start out that I was seek. I wasn't actively. Oh seeking no, you fooled to me fool today. People. Oh yeah. How did I fool you today? You put you changed your profile picture. I'm like, fuck, Dan trimmed his beard. <laughs> no, it was old pictures. It was throwback Thursday. It's Thursday. Yeah. It's Thursday. Well, I, but I saw I I've I've already seen that picture where you have the '90s goatee, so I yeah. knew that's what yeah. it was. So when you posted it, I'm like, oh, he changed it to that one. Okay. But everyone else, I didn't even realize anyone would think anything until we got to the view the screening last night yeah and then when people are like oh you scared us i thought you shaved your beard yeah a lot of people said that they fell for it and i'm like i didn't it didn't, yeah, it I wasn't didn't set out for it. yeah no. i mean so i was going through old photos every you know if you follow me on facebook you know that i change my profile picture fairly often and i was going back through photos and i wanted to find one where i didn't have a beard and uh, i had to go back quite a ways because it's been a couple of years and so I found one and I thought, oh, this is a nice photo. I'll post this one. And then I thought, oh, but it's April Fool's Day. People are going to think that, I, oh, fuck it. I'll post it anyway. Mm-hmm. Let them think whatever. And apparently a lot of people thought that I had actually shaved off my beard. Yeah. Yeah, they did. So, yeah, I didn't set out to do it. And then I thought, oh, fuck it. People will maybe think it and that's okay. <laughs> but I'm joined in studio with my regular co-hosts. I'm I'm Ryan. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Mr. Duffy, my fireman and tatted up guy. Yeah. What's a my fireman? My fire. I don't know. I, I don't <laughs> put know out what those, I was going to say. Put out all those muff fires. I'm winging it, man. The, the non-bearded one. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yes. The not, you have you have like less body hair overall, like the whole yeah. Yeah. The whole thing. Like ju- not just the head and the face, Thank, but thank like you. overall. Thank you for pointing out to everybody that can't see that I'm fucking bald. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting there, man. Have you seen this fucking thing back here? My aunt, my LDS aunt was teasing me about it at my mom's birthday party over the weekend. I can't remember what was going on, but she said, oh, it was about the picture that I had posted. She was like, oh, yeah, it was. you do have your beard still. I thought maybe you had shaved it off. And, of course, she was excited that I may have shaved it off because Uh. she's LDS and they don't like guys with beards. 
since Brigham founders Young? of the church, I guess. I don't now, know. W- even beyond that, way beyond that. Yeah. But so she was like, yeah, but that's okay because you're losing it from back here. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, I know. It's, you know, people try to be kind and tell me, oh, no, it's, you know, your hair is just really light yeah. colored there. And I'm like, no, it's light. It's light colored it's, it's and not very, there. very light in the that's, application of it on my head. It's like <laughs> last night. <laughs> on we my were, head. On my head. I, that's, I need a yarmulke or something to put there. <laughs> Like when we were at that screening last night, and the news be a crew weird was there. Jew. <laughs> I don't think uh, there's any ginger Jews. Gingers. It, it caught me <laughs> and Matt in the background, Jujers? but I'm facing backwards in the. Oh in wait, the are you in the middle of a story? <laughs> yeah, I'm in the middle of a story. I just continued Jujus. with it. I just continued Sorry. with the story. You're fine. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but we're on. We we made it onto the news last night in the background, and of course I'm facing like away from the camera, and the I can my bald spot gives it away. Oh. <laughs> I can't see from behind, but every time I see a photo from you from behind, I'm like, fuck, there's no hair there. I remember before mm. my grandfather died, uh, he had come over to my dad's house for something, and I was taking pictures of the family, and then later I uh, was showing them on the digital camera, and I was standing behind my grandfather and had taken a picture. And my grandfather, my grandpa used to do the whole comb over thing, like oh, totally mm. grow his hair really long on one side he and does literally the Trump? comb it over the top of his head. It wasn't the Trump. It was like... Well, and as he got older, it got to be thinner and thinner, even yeah. on the side. So it was like four fingers of yeah, hair yeah. Like, over the top like of Like Homer head. Simpson. Oh, God, it was fucking terrible. But so he saw this picture of himself from behind, and he's like, I really ought to just start shaving my head. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Grandpa, you probably should because it's looked kind of ridiculous bad. for about a decade now. <laughs> You, you could you could nice. lose like everything up there, and it would look a lot better. I think. Yeah, yeah. Of course, he never did. But anyway, did I already mention that this is episode one fucking hundred? No, Centurion. Centurion. Yeah, this, is, <laughs> this is episode one hundred. Weird. One is, fucking hundred. Super weird. I mean, it's a milestone. Oh, hey, you know, sure. we what we're basically. On track for like, I mean, this is about the same time we actually started the first episode. Our first show was right in this. It was, it was in, April. A- April time frame. Yeah. 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 It was like mid April. End, mid April. End, yeah. end of April. Yeah. yeah. So that's interesting how that worked out. Two so, years later. Two years later. And it makes sense because we did have a couple of lost episodes in a couple of weeks where we didn't record. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why we're not in episode like 114. Is it or 104. Yeah. My math gets shitty sometimes. <laughs> it wasn't a percentage, so I was a little shocked that it was that far off. So. <laughs> ah, <laughs> we're dealing you. with a smaller group, so maybe, I don't know. <laughs> so we went to, we attended the screening for Spotlight last night. Yeah. It was put on by, what was the name of the group that actually put it on? It was uh, Utah Film Center. Utah Film, yeah. Well, they're the ones who who brought the film in, but it was the, oh, the, talk, like the consortium uh, talk to a survivor. of all of the, what? Talk to a Survivor. Talk to a Survivor With, is uh, the name of the. Uh, uh, what was her name? Teton, uh, Teton, uh, fuck. Uh, Teton, fuck. Teton, fuck. No. Talk to a Survivor with Teton, fuck. I've got her. Fucking teats. <laughs> That's. Uh, so, uh, you don't know. So <laughs> no, not, no, I got her. I got her. I meant to put you on the spot. You're welcome. So, so not not snap. I guess huh? Deanne Tilton. Deanne Tilton. Oh, Deanne. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She's got awesome hair. Like, yeah, she does. So much of it. I was like, wow, that's pretty fucking amazing. Yeah, that impressed me as it's well. Like the opposite of all of us. <laughs> and my hair's not too. Matt's bad. got a lot. Well, of Well, you hair. always wear a hat. Matt's got a yeah. It's because I take it for granted. You do. 
I can't grow a mustache. Though. You rotten bastard! Uh, like you wear a hat, and I'm like, you should show off that fucking gorgeous mane of yours more looks, often. I know. I just had to cut it because it was bothering me. It looks good. I like the haircut, man. I mentioned it to you yesterday. Yeah, thanks. Uh, but, uh, that's but, not what I meant. I was just trying to say that. I have so much that when it gets a little <laughs> bit long, it's annoying. Oh, you that's a terrible problem to have. <laughs> yeah. But but Phil Savino was also at the showing last night. Saviano, yes. Saviano. Yeah. yeah. Uh, from Snap, who had a fairly prominent part in the movie itself. He did. He did. Well, and in the Q&A after the movie, he, he talked about how often his name was mentioned in the movie. Yeah. Mm. And that he wasn't expecting that prior to release and prior to seeing the movie, that his name would be mentioned so many times throughout the movie. and. I think I think he did a great job during the Q&A. Like, he had a lot mm-hmm. of interesting things to say. It would have been nice to have, I think, a longer Q&A to, yeah. to talk to yeah. all of the people that were on if, stage. If they would have sure. started the movie earlier, they could have done it longer. But stupid closing time of the library. Yeah. Yeah, the library. We, I mean, you can only reserve the the uh, theater there, I think, from 6 to 10. So okay. mm. they had to clear everybody out. But, yeah, it was a good time. Um and the movie, of course, is awesome. It was the first time you had seen it, right, Matt? Yep. Yep. Uh, I've, I've not seen it before. I had gone to see it in the theater, and yeah, it was. If you haven't seen Spotlight yet, you owe it to yourself and everybody else, really, to go and see it because it really is just a phenomenal movie. Yeah, it's really great. I mean, the the I think we've we've mentioned it before on the show how the lack of investigative reporting like that these days yeah. is is sorely lamented. Mm-hmm. Uh, in just exposing a lot of the things that happen every day. I know the only real source we even have anymore is Fox, so. Uh. <laughs> well, there's, I mean, if there's one thing that I can point to that the internet has really fucked up and has made much more difficult, it's investigative reporting yeah. because it's really mm-hmm. hard to monetize that kind of information, right? That, mm-hmm. or the, or the dissemination of that information. Or it just gets muddied with. All the shit. Yeah, all of the yeah. conspiracy theories, all the all of the other ancillary bullshit that comes along with it. But I mean, you know, back in the day when you had to rely on your local newspaper yeah. for information, that was how they that was how they funded everything. They they ran classified ads, they ran yeah. regular ads for mm-hmm. businesses, and through subscriptions to their newspaper, that's how people got their information. And then the internet the internet age rolls along and you've got, you know, People writing blog posts who get paid per click to their blog post. And so, you know, a lot of the revenue from that gets generated by clickbait headlines and bullshit stories or inflammatory stories. And you can't spend a lot of time on one story, right? You're just posting things out there to get fresh new clicks and and get it spread virally, hopefully, in order to make a buck off of it. Yeah, I, I think the death of newspapers is something that I definitely view as being a bad thing that has been mm-hmm. brought about in the internet age. Yeah, but I mean at the same time though, you still do you still do have that collection of of websites that are credible that you, that you can go to. Yeah, I mean I you know, but, I look but, at the New York Times, I I'm a I'm actually an online subscriber for the Salt Lake Tribune, the mm-hmm. local paper here. But it's still that you know they 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 still have a hard time monetizing it and they have a hard time getting people to actually subscribe yeah. and then because of that they have a hard time dedicating any resources right, to do right. any investigative reporting cuz yeah cuz yeah, for the the true. movie spotlight for that spotlight article they put out they spent almost a year 
doing the investigation into mm-hmm. that. Well, that's that's what they said that that spotlight crew was for. They they yeah. only did stories that required like a year's worth in, of an in-depth amount. Of and work, that's yeah. not profitable anymore. You're not going to pay someone no. for a full year not putting out content because no. they're not bringing money in for mm-hmm. you. So it's not it's no longer a profitable avenue to take. Mm-hmm. But I think the more amazing thing with the movie is showing the depth of the investigation and how much information they actually pulled out and that was credible information and still nothing fucking happened. Well, not necessarily nothing. It, it, I mean, let's well, not... it brought more attention to it, but once again, they still took those priests and just shuffled them around again. Well, one of the, one of the, one of my favorite points of last night was during the Q and a and somebody, I can't remember what the question was that they asked Mr. Saviano, but his response was, you know, the, the current Pope says a lot of, you know, he, he's, he's a very popular Pope. He says a lot of very nice things, a lot of very beautiful things, a lot of things that people find inspiring. Yeah. And they think he's a much better Pope than previous Popes. And, you know, he's at least been able to use the words child abuse and molestation mm-hmm. within the church, but he hasn't done a thing to change what has happened. Yeah. He hasn't actually done anything. Right. He's said things about it, but he hasn't actually done anything to change anything. Mm-hmm. I, I almost question if it's almost like a presidency. He's not being allowed to do certain things. Because even when he speaks out. He's the vicar of Christ. He is. But even when he has spoken out, like when he's spoken out saying even atheists can get in heaven the two days later, like, oh, wait, we got to retract that. He didn't mean that. That I would say that's still a failing of his. I mean, if he's he is the elected representative of God on earth. And we'd like to we'd like to take a moment to welcome uh, Ryan to the studio, our new Catholic apologist. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm saying but they're also a money making machine. That's what they are. Yeah. So nothing more than that. Yeah. They need to keep their brand and their image the way they want it. And if you get a Pope coming in, that's saying stuff that's against your brand and your image. You're like, Whoa, hold on. No, I can, I can shut that down really easily and call bullshit on it because over 80% of Catholics use birth control, but the Catholic church is still opposed yeah. to it. So, yeah. I mean, if they wanted to really bring in their members and, and only make it about the money versus any backward religious traditions, mm-hmm. they would, they would say that, okay, we've had a revelation. God has said that now birth control is okay. Mm-hmm. And they would instantly, bring more people back to the church who have who have been walking away from it because of things like the church saying that you can't use condoms that you shouldn't be using birth control that abortion is immoral and should be made illegal i mean there are a lot of things they could do to bring more people back to the pulpit and they're not yeah so it's not just about making money it's it is a bunch of religious backward fucking stupid ridiculous dogma mm-hmm. you know I, I just still wonder do wonder why they keep retracting things he says every once in a while though if well, that's because, him retracting it or if it's people Well, and you'll notice though that they don't ever retract anything that you know, they don't they don't say, Oh, he said something too conservative, we need to walk that back and make it more liberal, more progressive. Right. It's always the reverse. Yeah. He said something too nice, we need to bring that back yeah. to a more dogmatic, religious, backwards, stupid, ridiculous fucking stance. Right. Instead of being more progressive. Yeah. And that's why I wonder if he has handlers. Well, I'm sure are, he does. That are making him step back and he's like, hey, well. Well, yeah, you... I mean, they, they hire I mean, professional PR yeah. spokespeople. We already know a huge percentage of the priests are handlers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Not that handle. <laughs> diddlers. <laughs> Fucking kitty diddlers. 40%, 45% of the American people believe literally in Adam and Eve, believe literally that the world is only 6,000 
years old. Mm. I mean, that's a shocking figure, and mm. you can't duck out of it by saying, oh, sophisticated theologians mm -hmm. don't, don't believe it. Unfortunately, what sophisticated theologians believe isn't really relevant to what the majority of Christians do believe. So it's our 100th episode. Matt has, Matt has prepared some excellent clips for you all to listen to. Um, I think we're going to save those for, we'll just kind of put them at the end of the show. They're, they're a bunch of funny, funny little clips from episodes past. Yeah, a little highlight things that I've pulled out of previous episodes and strewn together. And you said that you pulled these all out while you were working on the mural that you've been painting? Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> Is your mural done? That's my answer. Is yeah. your mural done? Well, the part that I was contracted for is basically done. As soon as he gets his company logo done, I'll throw that up on the wall and that'll, but that's, you know, 30 or 40 minutes worth of work and that'll be done. Yeah. Everything else is done, but he wants to, he wants to make a new contract to add more to it. So oh, I'll be cool. doing that for a while, I'm sure. Well, that's cool. It's, it's a lot better than saying he doesn't want me to do anything else. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he's super thrilled about it. Like he, he houses a lot of, uh, Dominican baseball players that are coming to try to get their start. Like he'll just have them, he'll just have them come live with him and then they'll play for the Salt Lake Bees or the Orem Owls or something. And then they, uh, at some point, usually get called up to the Anaheim Angels because uh, that's the farm team, the Bees. Oh, yeah. So a number of them get called up and he's been doing this for years and years. So he's got a lot of friends that are now on the Angels and he's, he's been, posting facebook posting the pictures of the walls and he's like oh i've gotten so many comments from all my friends and the angels and stuff and so he he wants me to do more and more so yeah that's nice. definitely that's good. awesome yeah it's yeah. cool congratulations man that's very cool well thanks uh is is okay so it's not the bees that are the farm team i'm thinking of i think it's the ogden rapper ogden raptors they're the farm team for is it the dodgers are they are they triple a ah fuck i think so anyway I don't know if I ever told you guys, but I have a picture of Tommy Lasorda's moose knuckle. No <laughs> Why did you take a picture of his noose, moose knuckle? I couldn't help myself. It was you were just staring at his glorious moose knuckle. It was like, fucking oh, impressive, man. I, I went to I went to an Ogden Raptors game with friends like fucking ten years ago, and Tommy Lasorda was sitting in the stands because he works for whichever team the Ogden Raptors are hmm. the farm team for, and. So he was sitting in the stands watching the game and I got up to go and get a beer and I just happened to walk past him and I, you know, kind of leaned over and I'm like, Mr. Lasorda, hey, I just wanted to, you know, say hello and thank you and nice shake your knuckle. hand and, and it was cool and everything. And, and, and I went walking take down. take a picture of your crotch? I went walking <laughs> down and, and I, you know, I, I, I stepped like two or three steps down and somebody behind me said something. And so I turned around and just noticed this. I, I can't, I can't think of any word, any other word besides incredible or uh amazing but those don't really seem to fit but this giant fucking moose knuckle like he he had not been that i was presented yet. with being you know two or three rows down on the <laughs> steps when i happened to turn around and see tommy lasorda's moose, moose knuckle, knuckle in your face and so it absolutely like right at eye level so i got a picture of it and he didn't notice you like putting a phone towards his crotching on. Well, I got it. I mean, it was a, I didn't just take, I didn't zoom in on his moose knuckle. Okay. I didn't walk up and say like, Hey, can I get a picture of your crotch or anything? He was, probably would have let you. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking, it's impressive, right? Take, get a shot of this. 
Come to the locker room. I'll show you more. But uh, so I got a picture of that and I posted it to Facebook years and years ago, I think. And yeah, I have a picture of Tommy Lasorda's moose knuckle and it's fucking impressive, man. <laughs> that guy's got some giant balls. It's probably uh, a bunch of fupa tucked in there, too. <laughs> what's fupa? You don't know fupa? No, what's fupa? Really? Matt knows fupa, and you don't yeah, know that's, fupa. That's I don't know good. fupa. This is this is a switcheroo. It's that little. Wow. It's that little bulge. That part that gets a little bulgy right above the dick neck. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, between the between the dicky do and the penis. Well, it's it's not on a man. Oh it's, no, no, it's, it's it's a fat upper pussy. Yeah. <laughs> they fupa fat upper pussy yeah. they fupa like you know you know sometimes never... they've got they've got like the gut and then yeah. there's that one extra right before and you're like how's that working i, I think uh, south park did an entire episode on it yeah i somehow have missed the and fupa. then some people have fucking super fupa yeah super fupa super fupa well i have to admit when i saw so matt Came over to my house last night. We carpooled from here to the to the spotlight event, and then when we got back, getting old sucks, <laughs> right? And as 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 a as a guy, part of getting old is that your balls get saggy, and you, on occasion, will sit on them, <laughs> or as I did last night. Exiting the car that has bucket seats with the rigid sides, uh, you'll swing one leg out uh, and crush a crunch. testicle. Uh, crush a testicle as you're exiting the vehicle. I've been so fucking sore all goddamn day. I dude. did not know that happened. No boxer briefs. I tried to play it off. Yeah, like it was one of those things. It was one of those things where you guys have been hitting the balls before. Right? Oh yeah. Like, uh-huh. like you get hitting the balls and you're like, I'm not sure if that's gonna hurt. Is it? Gonna yeah, be yeah, okay? yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! The fucking is crushing me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it it was one of those. You know, delayed pains. Uh-huh. And, but yeah, it swelled up and has been bothering me like oh, all God. fucking day. <laughs> I had a hard time sleeping. My ball, well, my left nut has been sore all goddamn day because I crunched it getting out of the fucking car because I'm an old dude with saggy balls. Welcome to our hundredth episode. <laughs> <laughs> super, super fupa and saggy balls. Cue Chris from the Evangelical Alliance, if I may. Because you believe it's all true, don't you? I so, do, yeah. So you believe that, um, you know, Adam and Eve and, and, and Noah's Ark, you believe, to just take something, Genesis 19.5, two angels came to, to Lot's uh, house in uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. Now, he was the only uh, righteous man in the village, and uh, the locals wanted to, to know the angels. They wanted to homosexually rape the angels. So Lot offered his virgin daughters instead <laughs> as an appeasement. Uh, Sodom and Gomorrah was, was demolished uh, after that and his wife um, turned into a block of salt when she looked back. I take my, you believe that happened? I take my cues from Jesus who we've already agreed. So, uh, you, did that accurate. happen? I believe that I Jesus believed the Old Testament to be historically accurate. Do you believe that that happened? I believe it happened because Jesus did. Kind of figured we want to open it kind of light because there's at least one news article on this, too, that we're going to say, fuck yeah. You, you motherfucker. I brought, I brought a bunch of like offbeat, weird, kind of funnier news, lighter news stuff because of, for that reason. Yeah, but we, yeah. we, should we just get to the one right now? Which one? The Mississippi. The Mississippi yeah, one? Yeah, let's okay. get that out of the way. It's, it, well, I mean, there, there have been a ton, a shit ton of fucking riffer laws passed recently. 
Um, Tennessee, well, Mississippi. They tried to do it in Ohio. They've tried yeah. to do it in Indiana. Georgia. Yeah. Georgia, Florida. I mean, all Arizona. over the place they've yeah. been passing these RIFRA laws. And Mississippi's is apparently particularly bad. Um, Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres actually had something to say about that. We'll get to that perhaps a bit later because I like Ellen. I think she's funny. Yeah. I am happy that she's out and is very successful as a, as a lesbian talk show host and is embracing her identity and being a, you know, kind of a spokesperson slash cheerleader for the LGBT community. Uh, but, there was part of the things that she was saying, and I'm like, you're kind of part of the problem. You're you're kind of part of why these RIFRA laws keep getting passed. But we'll get to that momentarily. RIFRA is Religious Freedom and Restoration, by the way. Yes. Act. Yeah. Yeah. They're all of these, all of the bills that are now being passed as under the banner of religious freedom, right? Are all just kind of referred to as. Religious freedom restoration yeah. Yeah. things what, after but, the first one that was passed. But really, all of them are just bullshit, l- legal discrimination, yeah. and bigotry, and they're not even really trying to hide it so much anymore. No. Do we have a link to the Mississippi one available? To the actual, uh, or a, we can we can. Do I that. got I we, got the the trailer park story brought up on my phone. Yeah, okay. we can we can do this where Anderson Cooper is interviewing so and so representative from Arizona. And you can you can kind of get an idea of how fucking stupid these bills are and the potentials the potentials that that they leave wide open that he that this representative that just seems com- completely oblivious to yeah yeah and this this will give you a, a good start as to what, in, what's going on across the country and this is from February of 2014 but it's still very fucking relevant yeah because it's exactly yeah. what's happening I mean now. exactly what he says is key yeah are the types of things that we're seeing now. Help me protect religious freedom. Help me understand, under your law, under this law, if I'm a Catholic loan officer, say, in a bank, and I don't like the idea of loaning money to a divorced woman, because Jesus spoke against divorce very strongly, or I don't want to loan money to an unwed mother, even though she might be, you know, able to, to pay me back as a loan officer, I just don't, it's against my religious belief. My religious belief is sincere. Under your law, I could refuse to do business with a unwed mother or a divorced woman, correct? I don't know where you're getting your hypotheticals from, sir. Divorced women, and what was the other one you cited? Unwed mother. I mean, Jesus Who would spoke. be against an unwed mother? I wouldn't be. I wouldn't uh, be against yeah. a, uh, a a divorced woman. But sir, as I, you know, I don't understand. Sir, as you're you know, to no, take no, I'm not sir. discrimination to the nth degree. No, actually, sir, I'm talking about what Jesus well, talked. Well, Jesus spoke against divorce. He actually uh, spoke against divorce. He never said anything about gay people. So there are plenty of people who would oppose doing business with a gay person. I'm saying, if under your law, if it's a sincere belief on the part of that loan officer. And doing business with that unwed mother or that divorced woman would not be a trivial or a technical or a minor burden on my beliefs. And that's my argument. Under your law, I don't have to do business with that person. I think you're being far-fetched with all due respect, sir. No, he's not being far-fetched at all. Most God-fearing men and women would respect unwed mothers. Uh, divorced women who would discriminate them i've never heard of discriminating against people like that i never have i i don't but, know but where i've read you're your law in your hypotheticals from sir well I, by reading your law and i'm coming up with an example 
of somebody who might be who has a there's plenty of people who oppose divorce and who, who have a sincere belief that it is absolutely wrong that marriage is for life. You made a vow and they don't want to do some business with someone who's divorced under your law. As long as that belief is sincere and as long as it's not a, a minor interaction that you have to have with that person, which I would argue loaning money to that person is not a minor interaction or a technical interaction um, under your law. It's certainly something that could be go to the courts about. I don't believe so, sir. Okay. You know, all of the pillars. I think, of I think we can cut that right there, pretty much, because he just keeps. He just keeps. The family, he just keeps the, saying the same thing. The same, same shit over and over so. again. He does, and he he just refuses to answer the question because yeah. the answer is, of course, yes. That could very well happen. What we're trying to do is specifically discriminate against gays, and yeah. you could take it to mean something yeah, who, else. But who would discriminate against divorced women or single mothers? We wrote this bill to discriminate yeah. against it's the gay. fucking gay people. Come right. on, right? But as we've seen in Mississippi, it's happened already. Yeah, in Mississippi, a couple was evicted for being an interracial couple. And the quote that comes right from the person who owns this trailer park that evicted them said, you didn't tell me you was married to no black man. It's a big problem with my church and my community. They don't allow that. You didn't tell me you was married to no black man. Yeah. So see, so see now, now what's happening with this kind of bullshit is people have adopted these silly fucking rules for themselves. Yeah. And for decades, they've been saying you have to obey these rules, too. Yeah. And we're like, no, thanks. We don't want to. And now it's legal for them to enforce their fucking rules on everybody else. Yeah. And, a, and this woman that went there, she's obviously married. They have two young children. And they're kind of down on their luck right now. They're trying to get their life back on track. Uh, so they're looking for a place that they could rent that was for cheap rent. And they found this place for 270 $275 a month. God, that's had, a fucking Hilton in Mississippi. <laughs> they had a uh, paid <laughs> a deposit. And when they called about moving in, the guy had realized or had found out that it was an interracial marriage. And that's when he told she, he told her you cannot move in because you're married to a black man. Yeah. And, and didn't she ask him something about, you know, black people at your church or whatever. And he said, oh, black people, interracial couples are welcome at our church, but we yeah. just don't like that they would ever be married. Yeah, we'll take their money all right. Yeah, yeah, they're welcome to give or to come and give us money, but we just hate the life that they're living. Yeah, and so can you imagine now, I mean, if if this guy's even capable of thinking ahead at all, he's going to waddle back to his trailer and, and pull out his his script for when he's interviewing people over the phone for rentals and he's going to write that down. Make sure to ask him if there's black. Yeah. And then, and, and that's going to be a legal question. You're nice looking white lady. Are you married to a darkie? Yep. And that's going to be totally legal for him to ask now. And the, yeah. the okay. other shitty thing I find shitty because I'm an ex military member is that her husband is, has been serving in the military for 13 years in the national guard. That is shitty. He mm -hmm. shouldn't be doing that. Oh, <laughs> nice. It's just shitty because she had referenced saying my husband's not a thug. Yeah. He's a well upstanding person. We're just down in our luck right now and are trying to make ends meet. Yeah. So he's a good, he's a good, he's a good guy. member of yeah. the society. Yeah. 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 A better way to yeah. <laughs> Thanks for softening that. I was like, ooh, thug, eh? You're going to use that language. Um, yeah. And it's, I mean, it doesn't really matter what his job is. I mean, that does make it uh, – it yeah. makes it a little trickier for the guy in Mississippi who's going to be voting Republican. I guarantee it. 
I guarantee Tea Party it, but he he will do <laughs> he will be voting Republican, and they love them some troops and war. So it'll be interesting. Well, they like him as long as they ain't gay or black. Well, that's true. Yeah, or Jewish. Yeah, no Jews either. Or Muslim. Yeah, none of them either. Or Catholic. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the, the the last line of this article says, in at least Her one women. Tupelo, oh, Mississippi community, one of the deeply held beliefs is that interracial marriage <laughs> is a big problem with the community of a church and a community of white families. Then in quotations, that don't allow that black and that white shacking. Even if they black and white are legally married. What the hell does Shaq have to do with this? I don't know. Shaquille O'Neal's a good dude. Yeah. He goes and plays basketball with kids in inner cities and he tries to, to tell them to go to school, listen to their parents and grow he's, up right. And you, you can, you can, you he's can do He's a terrible good actor though. Terrible. <laughs> yeah, he's not a good actor. Is Even that, on the court, he's, he's a terrible not, actor. He's not. He's Is not that a new actor. verb for, for, uh, moose knuckling a fupa? You <laughs> <laughs> so can't have them shacking. <laughs> no shacking in the South. But what about the God of the New Testament? Um, here we have a God who wanted to forgive mankind its sins, including, by the way, the sin of Adam, who he presumably knew perfectly well never existed. Nevertheless, he wanted to forgive mankind's sins. Why didn't he just forgive them? Why was it necessary to have a human sacrifice to have his son tortured and executed in order that the sins of mankind should be absolved? Is that not the most disgusting idea you ever heard. Why didn't he just forgive the sins? Why did he have to sacrifice a scapegoat? So I've, I've, got, the, I've got the clip of Ellen here that oh, I yeah, can play, Ellen. and I'll, I'll be pausing it occasionally to provide my own color commentary on some things that <sighs> I thought were... Don't be racist. ...were, prob- <laughs> were problematic. <laughs> African-American commentary. <laughs> 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 okay, <laughs> okay, you you got me. Okay, well, here we go. <laughs> I thought a lot about what I wanted to say today, and um, there's something I want to get off my chest. It's a mole that looks like it's changed shape, <laughs> but I'm going to talk to my doctor about that. What I really want to talk about today is what happened this week in Mississippi. Um, I don't know what Mr. Sippy's doing, but I'm very worried about Mississippi. <laughs> So if, uh, if you don't know, the governor of the state signed a religious freedom bill, which might sound good because the word freedom is in it, but here's what it means. Under the law, if you say for religious reasons, you can deny gay people marriage, adoption, and foster care services, fire or refuse to employ them, and decline to rent or sell them property. Now, I'm not a political person. I'm really not. But this is not politics. This is human rights. And... Which is politics. Yeah, which yeah. is politics. And that – so we we talked pre-show a little bit about this and I said that, you know, that that makes her part of the problem. If you don't want these kinds of laws to pass, then you need to be politically active. You don't need to necessarily be politically active on your show, though that would be fucking awesome because you've got a great audience yeah. who you could yeah. spur to go out and vote and, and counteract this, this kind of fuckery. Right. Instead of waiting until it's – already passed and then complaining about it yeah so yeah that that bothered me that she said that because it makes her kind of part of the problem in a in a small way yeah Yeah. i mean and when i see something wrong i have to talk about it it's the same thing that i do when i see men wearing spandex in line at starbucks (laughs) it's wrong and i need to discuss it 
So this issue is very personal to me, obviously. I'm, di I'm disappointed for several reasons. First of all, Mississippi is the only state I know how to spell. <laughs> Second of all, that is the definition of discrimination. It is also something that the Supreme Court already ruled on when they made marriage a right for everyone. Yeah. Everyone. Yep. States' rights. States' yeah. rights. This is exactly there was, why. There were a ton of politics involved in that. It wasn't just something that came out of fucking nowhere. Right, right. It was that they were ruling on legislation. Yeah, yeah and, this is, and this is exactly why Republicans are always harping on states' rights because they want to use their own state to overrule or override laws of the federal government. Yeah. Just like this. And they're supreme. I mean, that's the best you can get. It's like the Nacho Supreme from Taco Bell. The Supreme Court said the same thing that Diana Ross and the Supreme said a long time ago, stop in the name of love. And now, yes. And, and now Mississippi is saying, I don't second that emotion. Sometimes I think it's easier yeah. to explain things if you break it down. So uh, imagine this. Okay, so two cupcakes walk into a flower shop and they want to buy a dozen roses. But the florist doesn't believe in selling flowers to cupcakes because they don't have any money. But gay people do, so sell them damn flowers. <laughs> <laughs> they have a lot of disposable income. Yeah. I grew up in the South, right next door in Louisiana. I used to go to Mississippi as a kid all the time. My Aunt Helen lived there. So if you're in Mississippi or North Carolina or anywhere, and you're saddened by the fact that people are judging you based on who you love, don't lose hope. I was fired for being gay, and I know what it feels like. I lost everything. But look at me now. Yay! I could buy that governor's mansion, flip it, and make a $7 million profit. <laughs> I mean, look, there's already so much inequality in the world. Women's rights, gender pay gap, racism. I, I think we need to remember that we are more similar than we are different, and we all want the same things. Love, acceptance, kindness, and I want one of those new Teslas. And... <laughs> So I advocate for less hate and more love, less tearing apart and more coming together, less sitting and more dancing. Hmm. All of those are great. Sure. But a lot of that has to do with fucking politics. Yeah. And and you need to be involved in local politics. You need to get out and vote. You need to study the issues. You need to know what the fuck you're voting for and who you're voting for. And I can't make that any more plain. Yeah. And the Republicans do vote. That's why we're in this mess. Yeah, they're the ones who have been driving all of this because of their ridiculous fucking well, backward religious convictions. Let's hope there's a shift this election. I really hope so. I really, really do. I, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm thinking there is going to be just by the sheer number of people showing up to primaries and caucuses that have never voted before who are registering for the first time the number of young voters getting out there the number of young people that are now advocating for uh politicians and getting out and doing more it's i think it's on a scale that we haven't seen in a very long time or ever yeah i i'm really encouraged and excited by the number of young people who are participating because they are the future yes i hate that song but 
They, they are the ones who are going to be setting precedent and, and will become the people who will be voting on this shit. You know, fuck the boomers. Yeah. They've, they've had their chance and they have fucked things up royally. Oh, they, they, they're not done. They're not yeah. done. They're going to live just long enough t- to possibly put a fucking Trump or a Cruz in power, then die off and let the rest of us who never wanted them in the first place fucking deal with that mess. Yeah. Which so is we got to outvote them. Yeah. Which is why the millennials need to get more involved. And we see and we see that they are. And I'm and I love the fact that they are. And I've seen so many so many different commentaries and blog posts and stories coming from millennials who say, you know, the the boomers and everybody else complains that that the millennials are. You know, slackers, that they're entitled, that they're lazy, they can't get jobs, they won't work, they won't do anything. And a lot of the time, the problems that millennials have are directly related to the, to the things that the boomers have allowed to happen for so fucking long. Yeah. As the boomers sit back and start collecting the social security that they would like to strip from everybody else now. Right. And, and, you know, they, they had the opportunity to grow up under the policies of FDR, not Reagan. Yeah. So they benefited from that as well. And I like the way some of the one millennial put it when he kind of broke it all down. He's like, I I don't want free stuff. I'm not asking for free things. I want the same opportunity you had. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The the same opportunities you had before you fucked it up for everybody else. Yep. Yep. And those those voting those groups of people. I mean, the boomers have long been the the biggest. Uh, group of the biggest generation in terms of population um, until now. And the millennials have now tied that number at 176 million. No, 76 million. Yeah. 76 million. Yeah. yeah 176. Would that be wouldn't work. The population. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That wouldn't work. Uh, yeah. So 76 million for each group. So if the millennials get out and vote, they can outvote the boomers. If if they did it in the yeah. same numbers, because there's a lot of boomers that won't be able to get out. There's a lot of boomers who are going to be dead before it happens and so and, on. And plus, in all the political polling, the number they always discount is the, what, 18 to 24-year-old? They never, yeah, they never care about that cause because they, they don't show never up. Vote. Historically and traditionally, they haven't been out there showing up to vote. So if they do show up to vote, it could make a landslide difference in one of the elections. Yeah, it could. I am very happy to report that both of my children, who are under the age of 24, went out and voted. Wonder, in the primaries, oh, yeah. not even how. in the main election yet, but in the primaries, yeah. I'm, I was very proud of them. Thank you very much, Gray and Lydia. You're fucking awesome. And I wonder if if the the boom of social media has helped that. Oh, certainly, yeah, has helped more of the younger generation be more vigilant of what's going on and realize, hey, I should vote. Maybe I can make an impact. Well, and mm. it, it's a constant reminder, right? I mean, it's a it's a constant reminder, an easy way to disseminate the information they need mm-hmm. in order to get out there and vote. Because traditionally, you had to be you had to be actively seeking how to get out and do it, right? It wasn't yeah. always presented to you through friends who were interested in it or sponsored ads or anything like that. You had to Dude, be going to town you had hall to have meetings. a personal drive to go out and find where you could vote, when you had to yeah. do it, who what the issues were. Now they can log into Facebook or onto Twitter, see what's trending and everybody's fucking talking about it. And I love that bit of social I, I love that I love that consequence of the the social media atmosphere that we're in now. I had the Bernie like the campaign <laughs> actually text me my voting location and times and what I needed to bring with me. Awesome. Very, very cool. How do you decide what to cherry pick? You decide what to cherry pick on the basis of what you have decided is a good thing on other 
criteria. So we reject the horrific story of Lot and the angels and all the other horrific stories in the Old Testament and the mega horrific story, as I've just said, of the, of the New Testament. You pick on nice stories like the Sermon on the Mount. But the criterion by which you do your cherry picking is, of course, something that we all share, which is we are decent human beings. So we're moving from Mississippi and the anti gay stuff that Ellen was just talking about and and the the anti shacking up with a black man stuff that Ryan mentioned. No shacking. No shacking. No shacking at all. We're moving now into some trans advocacy stuff. And I'm always disheartened when I hear when I hear about other otherwise progressive people who who are for gay rights and marriage equality and everything, but they're still weirded out or disgusted for some reason by the trans community. And the trans community needs help more than any other oh, yeah. more than any other minority community out there. They yeah. I mean they, they suffer an inordinate and and shocking amount of of being beaten, arrested, murdered yeah. for just being their authentic selves. Right. Yeah. Too 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 often <clears throat> excuse me. Too often it's you know, it gets t- it gets tacked on to the end of the abbreviation. But usually when people are talking about it, it's just LGB. That's what yeah. they mean. Yeah. You know, they do they say the T, but that's just because it's part of the whole thing. But too often it's not a part of what they're thinking about. They, they're just talking about LGB. I well, actually had to way- explain to someone at work the other day what LGBTQ stood for. Oh, yeah. Well, and way too often you get members of even the LGB <clears throat> community – who who yeah. discount yeah. and shit all over the trans community? Mm-hmm. They're they are the they are the minority within the minority right. that gets overlooked and and discounted way too often. Mm-hmm. And among the minority groups, they have the higher rate of suicides, well, higher rate of yeah. being raped. Much of that's yeah, I mean, much of that's external. Raped, you beaten, know, murdered. Pressures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, you know, I've I've spoken at two. Trans Day of Remembrances, mm-hmm. and 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 participated in the reading of names of of just the known trans members, or just a small portion of the known trans members who were murdered just over the last year, and then relating the story of how they were killed, mm. and it's fucking soul crushing. Yeah. yeah, I mean they're they're treated like garbage. They're treated as less than human beings. They're treated as less than dogs or uh, any yeah. other any other inhabitant of the planet. They're seen as as something to be destroyed mm-hmm. with absolute malice, with absolute uncaring, with with absolutely no view of them being a human being whatsoever. Yeah. And it's it's I've cried both <laughs> both times that I've mm-hmm. that I've gone to the Trans Day of Remembrance because it's mm-hmm. it's so sad. What happens to these people for just being who they are? Mm. Um, but I, I, I watched this. I, we, Tracy and I sat down last night and we're watching television. I can't remember what show we watched. I think we watched a couple episodes of Broad City before we headed to bed. I like that show. And at the end of watching, yeah, it's a great show. Why is it so sexist though? It should just be called Dame City or Woman City. <laughs> Skirt City. <laughs> Skirt City. But at, you know, at the end of watching these, you know, they were just on the DVR and the, the live show that happened to be on at the time was, uh, the, the daily show with Trevor Noah. And we just happened to catch the show right when it started on this segment, uh, from Jessica Williams talking about trans issues. Mm. And 
I went to bed really angry. Yeah. <laughs> after after yeah. watching this because it really fucking made me mad. What is it that scares so many people about transgender communities? And what's it like to live as the focus of that fear? Jessica Williams finds out. Iowa is most famous for its cornfields, butter sculptures, and butter sculptures of cornfields. <laughs> Until last summer when transgender woman Megan Taylor tried to check in to the Drury Inn in the city of Des Moines. We sat down with yeah, Taylor really herself for, for an exclusive tell-all. I could tell when I checked in to the hotel that it was... It was Shh, I got this real Megan Taylor. It was July 12th, 2015. You presented your ID to the hotel manager. I have a reservation. But she was on to you. Fearing for her life, she took immediate action. This is the actual call. It's a little unusual that's checking into the hotel. And they're dressed as a woman, but it's a man's driver's license. And that's when the cops came and... She figured she had to call 911 yeah. for that. Yeah, that was the actual 911 call. And the cops showed up. Yeah. Oh, God. All hell broke loose. But let's rewind here. What triggered the cops to respond? You pull out a gun, and then the cops come, and you're arrested? And none of that happened. What, you pull out a knife? No. What, you do drugs? Nothing of the sort. Well, then why the hell were you arrested? I got arrested because I was a black transgender woman. Specifically, cops held her because she didn't have a prescription for her hormone pills. And this is 2016. What were you God doing in it. Iowa? I was there going to a funeral. You were there for a funeral? Yeah. And did you get to attend the I funeral? I didn't get to make the funeral at all. How long were you in jail for? I was in jail for eight days. Eight Fuck days. That. Eight fucking days. Eight days. For not having a prescription for her homo- for her hormone pills. Which could easily have been a call to her doctor like, hey, does she have a, a prescription for this? Yeah, she does. Okay, let her go. No, it shouldn't even have been that. It should have been like, hello, police. This person, I hate gay people. Can you send someone right away? <laughs> <laughs> and then the cops should have laughed and said, no. And no, I, you're being fucking ridiculous. At, at very worst, she should have had her manager come down and they escort her off the premises. You that know, would have been yeah. the worst thing. You know, nine one one isn't the number for your local pastor, yeah. right? Right, exactly. But I, I also wonder. I mean, actually, it might be there <laughs> if those hormone pills are a controlled substance. Because if they're not a controlled substance, you shouldn't have to carry around a doctor's note for it. Well, they're probably estrogen, right? Yeah. I don't know if that is. Well, they're controlled by means of prescription, certainly. So. Yeah, but it's like... If, I mean, they are not. You, they may not be a Schedule One drug. Yeah, if but. you got codeine or something like that on you that's uh, an abused drug and you don't have a prescription for it, that's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, either way, eight fucking yeah, days matter. in jail yeah. for being trans. That's for hormone point. therapy pills. But it's not for that. It's because she's trans. Yeah, yeah. true. And I'm black. Sorry. I it's terrible. Take your time. Ugh, I thought it was tough being a black woman. But compared to a black transgender woman, I might as well be a white frat dude at a Dave Matthews concert. Transgender women get arrested all the time, especially black transgender women, just by walking down the street or anything. And by anything, she means literally anything. Because of discrimination and profiling, at least 47% of black trans people will have at some point in their lives been incarcerated. 47. Nearly half of all of them. 47 fucking percent. It's fucked up. Let's underline bold and set fire to that graphic because it's 47 percent. You'd think there'd be laws to correct this. But instead, this year alone, state legislatures have introduced 175 anti-trans bills. Many make it okay. legal to... Dis- 
They've introduced 175 anti-LGBT bills. There's yeah. 50 states. Yeah. That's more than three per state. Well, that's only 30. That's in 32 states. Okay. <laughs> so that that yeah, raises that... those numbers in each state even higher. Yeah. What's the percentage of that? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a smaller group, so it's going to be higher. That's true. It will be. Of course it'll be higher. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, Ryan. Fuck you, <laughs> cocksuckers. <laughs> Discriminate based solely on religious beliefs. And then you have these bathroom bills. They would fine and imprison transgender people who use public restrooms that don't match the gender on their birth certificate. Ah! Fine and imprison them. So here's the interesting thing about that. And this, again, shows the lack of, of foresight that Republicans have because what they're so afraid of is having men in well i guess that i guess that would i guess that would do that huh that would get rid of it but what but what you're going to have though is if you have a trans woman um now well they're going to have to go to the men's room i guess then yeah 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 you you'd have a trans woman having to go to the men's room yeah and being attacked now, I did hear the other day about a state. I can't remember which state or, it was. Or but, alternately, but, having a trans, trans man, man go into a woman's in, restroom. In there with, being, that's what I was trying to get yeah. to. So now you're going to have the trans man in the restroom with their daughters, which is the fir- the thing they wanted to avoid in the first place. Yeah. And now they're making sure it's going to happen. Yeah. I had heard recently, I can't remember what state it was, is looking to pass a bill where if you are a trans person, you can legally change your sex on your birth certificate. Well, good. Mm. Which all these laws, are like, well, what does your birth certificate say? Well, it's, I'm a female or I'm a male. Yeah. yeah. What, what what needs to happen is there just needs to be no allowing the states to override federal stuff, and we got to say you cannot do this kind of bullshit. Otherwise, it's going to be back and forth. Well, you have to go to the bathroom with your birth certificate. Well, fine. Tell them they can change the birth certificate. Well, now we're going to have an officer out front checking body parts or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just going to keep going back and forth. Well, and I don't I don't know that I necessarily agree that we have to have you know no states laws can override federal government because we've seen a lot of a lot of good things come out of states laws uh legalization marijuana. of marijuana yeah, uh, yeah legalization yeah. of marriage equality you know the, a lot of the times progressive laws start in the states yeah that's true but, actually yeah but they're also being abused for regressive laws right and 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 bigoted discriminatory laws that then people want to say, no, you can't do this because my religion says you can't. Right. So I must say Jesus would say that's bad. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Fair enough. You're I'll right. Beat You're you right. Up. Yeah. So, so what we need to do is build is rebuild the separation, the wall of separation. Then. Yes. But, that is the key. But these people always also because argue that they're, they're getting special rights. They're getting additional rights upon what I have. Like, wait, and that's fucking bullshit. So, this so, bullshit. So demonstrate it. So now yeah. that they're getting the right to discriminate against a certain group of people based off of their religious beliefs, doesn't that give you your religious beliefs a separate law that's uh, uh, extra? Mm-hmm. Yes. Wait, you're saying you're saying that if I pass a re- if, that if I pass a law based specifically on my religious beliefs, that's special. That's a, a special, special interest law, law just, just for, for your religion. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but they they don't know how to transfer what makes sense to them in the situation where they're trying to be a bigot and then apply that to their own situation. They can't do that. That's why they're religious. They're not able to to do to, that. To they can't think they can't reverse the scenario and put it back on themselves. They can't do that. Well, and what you said earlier, Matt is the key. It's, it's that we have to rebuild yeah. and maintain a strict separation between church and government. Yeah. That's the wall we need. Fuck Trump. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah that, that is the wall <laughs> that we need, absolutely. That's what's really triggering this trans panic. Just listen to Colorado Representative and Elmer Fudd lookalike, Gordon Klingenschmidt. This fucking Should guy. We fear the Kling on shit. Community? Well, they not only want to be confused about their own identity. A demo to baby. Oh, they're confused not confused about it. They know what, what identity they, they have. They're trying to live a more authentic life, yes. and you're shitting on them for doing so. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, what piece of shit. What identity are you trying to have, dude? Are you bald or not? <laughs> I think he's a rooster. <laughs> this fucking guy, I was, yeah, I was your, so mad look when confused. I watched this last night. He looks Tracy confused. Tracy and I both were just sitting there like, fuck this guy in particular. He's a fucking asshole. Oh, yeah, he always is an asshole. But they want the rest of us to be confused with them. <laughs> what? Not the government to join them in that pretense. They're making us into liars. Wow. Okay, I met with these so-called liars to find out what their evil intentions are. There's a notion that trans people are perpetrators in some way, that we're sneaking and trying to trick you for the purposes of having sex with you. And that's not the case at all. People just want to see male and female like it has to fit in one of those two boxes, and if it doesn't, it makes people uncomfortable. And And it's surely not a choice. That's all you need to know. Well, not according to Klingenschmidt. Yeah, it's not a choice. Who would fucking choose yeah. to be part of a minority who was arrested half of the fucking time? For for every person in this minority, half of them are arrested. I, I'm to- An inordinate amount of them are beaten, raped, murdered. I'm totally fine. Totally fine when talking to an asshole like this to concede that or to, to allow them that and say, sure, fine. They're choosing it. You still don't have the right to do yeah. this to them. They have the right to choose that. And I don't know what's so confusing matter. about it. Yeah, that's true. It's not it's, even a point. It's a man or it's a woman. What's so confusing? They're not both. Yeah. It's not, it's not a man trying to be a woman or a woman trying to be a man. They are a man or a woman. Yeah. Or, or also, you know, don't have a relationship with them. And I've mentioned yeah. it on the show, I think just even last week, like, why do we even re- necessarily need a separation of bathrooms? Like, I go to the They're bathroom right, to right. use the fucking bathroom. Yeah, right. That's what these people are doing. They want to go to the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And who thinks that we're all going to get attacked in the bathroom? A man can go into a lady's room and assault you and your little girl. Especially in our most important bathrooms. Next time, ladies, you go out to Olive Garden, watch out who's <laughs> going to be in the bathroom. There's no reported incidences of any trans person ever raping or assaulting anyone in any bathroom ever. If anything, trans. Ever, ever, yeah. ever. It's never yeah. fucking happened. But now but- sexual predators are different. But these are all these are all red herrings because the point. I yeah. mean, we know for a fact that a very high watch it Ryan percentage of Catholic priests <laughs> molest <laughs> molest children, and yet there are still playgrounds near Catholic churches. Yeah. yeah, that's still a thing that happens, even though we know there's a risk there, right? So, and children are still allowed in churches; they're still allowed to be with all that stuff. Still happens, even though we know. So, none of this, even if he thinks there's a problem, and even if there was violence committed by trans people. Doesn't fucking matter. Doesn't matter. These people are up against some bull. There must be some small way I can help them out. Give me some offensive comments or questions and I'll give you some good answers that you can use in your day to day life. (laughs) Why are your feet so small? You think my feet are small? Yeah, but. Wow. Woo. Okay. That's guns a blazing on that question. Um, I don't currently have a. So. How much? How much for. Sex. Oh, uh, How do you have sex? So your parents are ashamed of you? What's the gender marker on your ID? When so, do you tell them that you're really a man? I don't know when it's appropriate. Do you have cadaver tits? Don't tell me what that is. What's your real name? 
Yeah, I just want to know. Yeah, what's your name? Tell us. Did you chop it off? Did straight women date you? Yeah. Or gay women? Cost? Yeah. Do you like this? The transgender community is more oppressed than I could have ever imagined. So why does Gordon feel so threatened? Have you ever been attacked by a transgender person? Is that why this is happening? No. Have you ever had a traumatic experience with a trans person? I wouldn't call it traumatic. No, I... I Devastating? <laughs> yeah, no. You I, haven't? No, So never. why does he feel this way? Dressing like a woman. And he's not a woman. Wait a second. This guy's a preacher too? And he thinks what? It's not just a psychological disorder. It's actually a demonic spirit. Okay, oh, so now they're possessed? You. Go on. I would be comfortable talking about religious freedom, but I'd have to change into my alter ego if you're okay with that. You have to change into your alter ego? Who are you, Lady Gaga? Go on ahead and change. Okay, hold up. Is everybody seeing this? I am actually waiting for this man to transition so that he can feel more comfortable during our interview. Yep. It, oh, it, and also... Oh, and what he's transitioning into is his... His chaplain armor? Is his chaplain stuff. Yeah, his, his chaplain, his god armor. Yeah, it's just... It's, uh. a, it's amazing... He's a trans man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing that the irony is lost on on him for this. Yeah, okay, unbelievable. Hey, heads up! I am not judging him for his personal choice until he took out his phone to judge others for their yeah. personal choices. And Deuteronomy twenty two five says, "A woman must not." It doesn't fucking matter what Deuteronomy two five says. Yeah, especially as a state representative. But guess what else it says in there? Judge not, lest ye be judged. I can quote mine too. Stupid fuck. <laughs> wear men's clothing nor a man wear woman's clothing for the lord your god detests anyone who does this i don't remember that part but there is a part about shellfish mm -hmm. or stoning people mm -hmm. to death getting mm -hmm. tattoos but what about their sincerely held religious beliefs they can go in their hat because <laughs> we have separation of church and state because we believe in our constitution nevertheless these bathroom bills are being passed and gordon is doing everything he can to make it happen get used to the idea of having your women and children share bathrooms with cross-dressing men who are going to expose themselves to Ex you what <sighs> for whatever reason you associate being asshole. transgender with being a pervert i mean that is perversion it's people who label themselves as transgender for the purpose of getting that access to violate the rights. No, mm. that's not what fucking happens. Clinging shit. If they wanted is to walk into to a bathroom, you just walk into you're a priest that you're a pedophile. Yeah. Well, of course not. Why is it? Of course not. Why? Oh, yeah. He's a Catholic priest, by the way. To violate the rights of others. Yeah, I'm going to back this up. Is here. it fair to say that because you're a priest that you're a pedophile? Well, of course not. Why is it? Of course not. Why? Because some people are criminals and some people are not criminals. Uh -huh. Could you take that logic and apply that to the transgender community? They're apples and oranges. By I apples think, and oranges, uh, do you mean apples and apples? <laughs> Unfortunately, a lot of people think like Gordon. So how can we end this transphobic epidemic? Hopefully they can understand that we are striving towards becoming a more authentic per version of ourselves after a lot of soul searching and a lot of thought and sometimes a lot of trauma and tragedy. Passing these bills is absolutely going to just add fuel to the fire and ignite trans panic. Trans yeah. <sighs> I fucking hate that guy. Yeah, that guy is a, a monstrous piece of shit. And people voted I mean, for not, him. Not only is he a oh. douchey Republican state representative, but he's also extremely bigoted and a fucking Catholic priest. Yeah. Yeah. It, the, I just, like I said, I went to bed angry last night after watching that. Oh, I can imagine. Just, I fucking, <laughs> I kept pausing it while Tracy and I were watching it too. Like, fuck this guy. What a fucking asshole.
Fuck him right in the ass with a hot poker. Oh, yeah. You can find good quotations in the Bible to support the point of view that you want to, uh, to, ad to adopt. And, of course, you can find the exact opposite. So why not bypass the Bible altogether as a, as a source of uh, More authority and simply say, as Shakespeare said, as Milton said, as anybody you like, you quote anybody literally you like, and as Isaiah said or as Jesus said, you can get quotations from literature all over the place to bolster the point of view that you want to make. That's what Martin Luther King did, and many other people have done from the Bible. You can get it from Shakespeare, uh, you can get it from Milton, as I say, you can get it from, from Aldous Huxley, you can Dickens. get all sorts of people, Dickens. Um, the Bible should not be given the privileged status. We shouldn't be discussing here, is the Bible relevant today? We should be discussing, is literature generally relevant? Should we move on yeah. to some happier stuff? Yes. We have some news from China. Okay, oh, what's China. the news from China? Oh, I mean, we all got that one. By way of, no, from England, by way of China. Oh, yes. Yes, we do. So we, because it's our 100th episode, we've been, uh, we, we've received a few messages from listeners who have, have given us some very warm words of encouragement and, and have, stated how much they like the show and appreciate what we do here and i really like that it makes nice it gives me warm fuzzies mm -hmm. uh for instance we we received a message from uh ryan tally who said hey just want to say that i think you guys are doing an amazing job every week you give me the new fodder to ponder and discuss with my wife and friends you've had me as a faithful listener since the first time you've had doug doug mesner on and since i look forward to your show weekly Keep up the good work, and congrats on 100. Thanks, Thank Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. P.S. I really dig the new sound clip segues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do, too. I do, too. Yeah, they've been working out pretty yeah. well. Mm -hmm. I dig them. It takes a little while to find them and then distill them into one little thing and clean it up and whatever, but yeah, I, th I think they work out pretty well. And thank you very much for letting us know, Ryan, that... I I really appreciate that. That was very nice. I have not, I have not uh, yet gotten to ride one of our sound clip segues. Oh, yeah? They're fun. Yeah. <laughs> I hear they're dangerous. They're fun. You just maybe they should have a handle on them. I don't know. <laughs> and then uh listener Dave Morris sent us this Oh limey boss today. Sent us this <laughs> awesome sound clip. Hey guys, this is Dave Morris, the Limey Bastard, a Brit who lives in China. Just a short message to say congratulations on reaching the 100. I love the show. Three working class guys that give me an insight into American religion, American politics that I can't get anywhere else. And the banter keeps me laughing all day long. Hope to be listening to the 200 show and keep the great music going. Any show that has Africa Bambata with Johnny Lydon has to be a hit. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I think that was awesome. Yeah, so was. Matt says that he's never heard that song before. I have not. You Have I you have ever not. heard it, Ryan? Yeah. Okay. Mm. So I'm not, I'm not So it's not just an age thing. No, it's it's a scene thing. I'm not I'm not into music, so uh, you, you only like the raps. I I listen to that every once in a while, but I also listen to like the used once in a while and others just whatever it doesn't matter. But but stuff. only rarely do I listen to music. But thank you very much for sending in yes, that. Yes, thank in, you, Dave. Dave. That was awesome. I you you had mentioned in your message that you aren't 
very good with sound or whatever. I think that was awesome. Yeah. I think it sounded mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Uh, anybody else who wants to send us a message can do so at our email address, which is where Dave sent his sound clip, which is godlessrevolution at gmail.com. You can Twitter our twatter at TGR podcast. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> you can. <laughs> I was going to say you can moose knuckle our fupa, but I decided not to. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash godless revolution. And you can call and leave us a voicemail or send us a text message to 33081rebel for anybody else who would like to do that. Um, I think now we'll uh, leave you with a bunch of the... Little or, things that oh no no we get Matt's got no I Matt's got news sorry Matt's got news <laughs> sorry are we even at time no oh you were just gonna end our hundred show I was like fuck it Matt wants to go home and sleep so we'll... <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm fine to do a full show I just okay. didn't want to okay let's do it what I do you got, got? <laughs> I have a bunch of offbeat news because I knew we had all those intense stories yeah. So I got a bunch of weird shit that'll just fly through. Oh, okay. weird I shit. It'll be fun. This is the stuff you take pictures of and post to poop.com. Yes. Oh, yeah. And put little little Trump. Uh... <laughs> this one won't go down. There's so much <laughs> corn in this one. Ew. <laughs> it's green. Corn and olives and peanuts all combined. Nice. <laughs> it's a cocktail. <laughs> a no, that would be a damp. That would be a damp thing. Oh. <laughs> uh. Damp, damp would poop that. Uh, that it's a cocktail. He'd poop uh, it out. Of oh, his dick. oh, uh, uh-huh. sorry. That gotcha. Was, that was a slow burner. Little <laughs> a throwback. He did a little background there. Maybe. <laughs> a, I, yeah, I did that to you last night. There's too many <laughs> steps in the in the brain that didn't come out for us to be able to fit those two together. Well, of course, you can find verses in the Bible that sanction slavery as well. You can once again, you can you can cherry pick and and. Why bother with the Bible at all when you can go straight to moral philosophy? Radioactive boars are running wild and breeding uncontrollably in the northern region of Japan, contaminated by the Fukushima nuclear disaster. Oh, Jesus. Radioactive boars? (laughs) Do they have, like, superpowers tusks and... Yeah, and they all have capes. Non-squiggly tails? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, straight tails, yeah. They'll have boar sense. (laughs) It's like spider sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Anyway. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) The animals have been devastating local agriculture and eating toxic nuclear contaminated food from around the accident site. Mass graves and incinerators have been unable to cope with the quantity of boar corpses shot by local hunters. A quarantine zone near the Fukushima nuclear plant where a 2011 meltdown leaked radioactive material into the surrounding countryside has been uninhabited by humans since the disaster. However, boars remained in the area unchecked by humans. Their precise number is unknown, but since 2014, the number of boars hunted has increased from 3,000 to 13,000, says the Times. Just based on people wanting to eradicate them or what? And and humans not being in the area at all. Uh, Um, Oh, right. So no check on their – Right. Okay. Yeah, hence the unchecked by humans. And they're radioactive, so they breed like crazy. (laughs) Your boar sense is not working. Uh, The damage to local farms beyond the quarantine zone caused by the boars has correspondingly increased, uh, amounting to 97 million yen, or roughly 620,000 pounds, since the accident. If one of those boars shits in a rice paddy, is that going to be radioactive rice? Yes. It could be. I thought I had some special powers. I've been eating a lot of rice it's the lately. GMOs. <laughs> yeah, those would be GMOs. It's the GMOs. Watch out. <laughs> the animals are now being killed faster than they can be buried, and apparently humans are sm- are smart enough to avoid the region, but not smart enough to stop eating. What? Oh, that's, uh, but not smart enough to stop eating the boars? 
to stop and remember all the times we've hunted things into extinction. Uh, uh, three mass graves big enough for 600 boars each are almost full in the city of Nihonmatsu, 35 miles from the nuclear plant. Uh, there's no more public land on in on which to f- on which further mass graves can be dug. Clearly, for the Japanese, the ocean isn't appropriate for boar corp- corpses. The ocean is only for directly directly dumping radioactive material and habitually slitting oh, yeah. the throats of dolphins. Oh God! Hunters well. have buried the carcasses, often weighing a hundred kilos, in their gardens, but they're often dug up by wild dogs. Oh. Sooner or later, we're going to have to ask local people to give us their land to use," said. Uh, Tsunio Saito, a local hunter. Just to bury the boars? Yeah. The wow. city doesn't own land, which isn't occupied by houses, though. I wonder if they glow in the dark. Their eyes do. And their hosts. No, like the whole body. Like, <laughs> like I'm wondering if it's a bunch of little green, like, bioluminescing yeah, wild pigs. boars. It would make it easier to hunt at night. Mm, it would. Uh, in desperation, the authorities are resorting to... Resorting to using incinerators to get rid of the corpses, although this has been difficult to find workers to chop up the remains into pieces small enough to feed the furnaces. Oh, good lord! In the city of Soma, a purpose-built a a purpose-built incinerator has been developed, complete with filters to absorb any radioactive material released it by its cremations. However, even this one million pound operation can only dispose of three boars a day. The animals were considered a local delicacy, but the nuclear-contaminated boars are unfit for human consumption. Tests have shown the contaminated area remains dangerous with levels of radiation 300 times the safe limit for humans. Oh, geez. So is it even safe to go near the area to hunt them? I don't know. If you're if you're there for limited amounts of time, I guess. I mean, that's a recent one. I mean, like, even Chernobyl, which was, what, 30 yeah. years ago? Yeah. is still dangerous to be in. Yeah, that's what this says. Radiation levels are expected to remain toxic for at least another 30 years. Yeah. And despite evidence of mutations to local plant and insect life, there's been nothing yet to suggest the boars suffer any ill effects from the radiation. They're like super boars. Yeah. And illnesses caused to humans by it have been relatively limited. Huh. So that was an interesting one. It wasn't Has boring. Uh, oh, 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 thanks. You saw that, that coming awesome. a mile away. I right? actually didn't. <laughs> I wonder if you put enough sriracha sauce on it, it gets rid of the contamination. Probably not. Oh. I don't think that's <laughs> Definitely how that works. Not. It's not how it works? <laughs> no. Oh. No, I don't. I'm pretty sure that's not at all how that works. I thought that's why we put sriracha sauce on everything. <laughs> oh, that's why they put it on sushi, and that's how you yeah. can eat. That's why you can eat it raw. I got guys at work that literally, no matter what you cook, they're putting sriracha sauce on it. It's like, hey, lasagna, sriracha sauce. Hey, mm. pasta, sriracha sauce. Hey, it's a steak, sriracha sauce. It goes fine on all those. I know. I, I would have been curious. If you said Frosted Flakes, I would have been like, oh, okay, so that's cake. weird. Yeah. I haven't cake, seen yeah. that yet, but the other day I woke up and I was like, just kind of like, Ugh. and I went to go have a bowl <laughs> of a- <laughs> I hate when I'm in that mood. I wake up sounding like a zombie. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I was a zombie because I went and poured myself a bowl of Cinnamon Toast Crunch because I love me some Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And then I went to my fridge and for some reason I grabbed out a bottle of Dr. Pepper and poured it into my Cinnamon Toast Crunch <laughs> and it was fizzing and I'm like, why is it fizzing? I'm like, oh shit. My Cinnamon Toast Crunch <laughs> is defective. <laughs> mm. It's like, that's not milk. <laughs> <laughs> How much had you had to drink the night before? Uh, a lot because I, because <laughs> the soda I grabbed was the soda I was using for my mixers for my drinks. I was just so used to grabbing that bottle of soda to pour a drink. It was it was it was a trained motor response, <laughs> pretty much <laughs> muscle memory. Because I like to put a little bit of Dr Pepper in my whiskey, <laughs> and that's what I grabbed was a, 
was a thing of Dr. Pepper and poured it into my Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And then I was disappointed, mm. but I was, I was happy I bought the big box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. So there's still some more in the box. So I just dumped that one out and poured another bowl. That would be gross. Uh, yeah, I wasn't going to try it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't drunk still. <laughs> you didn't put sriracha on it anyway. No. I'm extremely scared of fundamentalism. The same fundamentalism that wants to convert people forcibly is the same voice as you have that says, why bother with this? What I'm concerned about is that you can't hear the different voices. Are you You serious? Yes. Look, (laughs) fundamentalism means tying your colours to to a particular book. And it's exactly what I'm... And rejecting everything else. Exactly what I am doing is saying, do not tie yourself to a book. Look at the good ideas, reject the bad ideas, accept the good ideas, find good ideas wherever you may find them. That's the very opposite of fundamentalism. Fundamentalism is saying, we have here a book, we have to follow what's in that book. A recent video of a mysterious creature that appeared to be swimming near the O2 Centre in London's River Thames has gone viral. What's the O2 Centre? Oh, the the orange, whatever. The O2 is orange. I don't know. I have no idea. So it's a phone company. Anyway. Um, The video has gone viral after it was uploaded to YouTube, the Evening Standard reports. People on the internet are now trying to decide if the river creature is a whale, submarine, or even the fabled Loch Ness Monster. Yes, I'm sure it's one of those. I'm sure it is. That's the River Thames, (laughs) not the... Yeah, it can't be the Loch Ness Monster. Yeah, Yeah. wrong area. (laughs) The River Thames Monster. Yep. The video was taken from a cable car on the Emirates Airline a day before it was uploaded to YouTube by a user named Penn Plate on March 27th. Well, he sounds legit. Watermelon Hamburger. What? Pen plate? It's oh. just totally unrelated. I don't know. Yeah. Oh. I, I, I got you at that one. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> very, Never mind. Very good. <laughs> Fucking do on. You're, you are on, on Please it Please continue. <laughs> on it. Something huge was moving under the water and then briefly surfaced, Plate wrote in the description of the video. Are there whales in the Thames? Or is it some weird submarine? While we can't be sure of what the long, shadowy figure in the Thames is or isn't, the standard reports that many viewers have left comments on YouTube questioning the nature of the video, which is poorly captured from a vertical angle, Uh, taken just a few days before. Vertical videos are the worst. Yeah. Yeah. You people need to learn how to use your fucking phones. God damn it. Yeah, and it was also taken a few days before April 1st. Ah. Uh, other viewers believe the supposed river animal to be a group of seals, dolphins, or porpoises, as the standard points out. A number of sea animals, including whales, dolphins, seals, and porpoises, have been seen swimming in the Thames since the year 2000. Maybe it was floating trash, because we like to throw all of our garbage in the ocean. Well, it did dive back down, but... Have you guys seen the Puss in Boots video for vertical videos? I don't know. I've Mm -mm. seen a few people that people have made, but I'll have to show it to you. It's good. (laughs) Listeners, if you haven't seen it, you should watch the Puss in Boots video for vertical videos, because it's very good. Yeah. Please continue. Sorry. <laughs> say, it could have also been a dead body because they bloat and they fill up with like air and they mm-hmm. surface and they kind of <laughs> fart it all out and they sink back down. They and fart it all out. <laughs> and they fart it all out and they kind of sink. So dead bodies kind of rise and fall when they- Who knows like, what's with in the, 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 de- the gases. As the dead gases, yeah. when they expand, yeah. they're decomposing. They do yeah. that. Yeah. Then they just break apart and get all mushy. and Yeah. yeah. A representative from the Natural History Museum told Business Insider that the video isn't clear enough for identifying purposes. Though that hasn't stopped social media users from sharing their opinions on it. Um, Looking at the Thames video, my guess is that it's a whale similar to the East Coast beachings over the last few months. Mm. At Tom Chivers, gotta be fake. 
No one uses that cable car. <laughs> uh, it's in the Thames, so it probably isn't the Loch Ness Monster, is it? That one lives in Loch Ness, unless it's taking an Easter break. Giant Loch Ness Monster spotted in Thames, actually just David Cameron escaping country in submarine. <laughs> Those Syrian refugees are getting sneaky. Oh. <laughs> it's the Mormons. The Mormons. It's the Mormons it's coming the Mormons. over in their in their submarines. They're getting too sneaky. Yes, they are. Were they tight like a dish? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where would we be as a society without the Ten Commandments? Well, let me let me Where take would up we the be without the ten. our Lord's summary of the law? Where Let's would take we up be? The ten let me finish. Let me let me finish. Where would we be without our Lord's summary about loving God and loving neighbor? These things are foundational. To our moral thinking. Richard, where would we be without the Ten Commandments? Is Commandment the number one, thou shalt have no other god before me. Commandment number two, thou shalt make no graven image. Commandment number three, thou shalt not take the name of the Lord in vain. Commandment number four, thou shalt observe the Sabbath. What's that got to do with anything? Here's a fun one. Okay. Right now, Greg Abbott... The current governor of Texas is doing everything he can to stop Syrian refugees from being settled in Texas. This is because someone told him desperate families fleeing ISIS are something to fear. Unfortunately, the governor, governor will literally believe anything you tell him. No, seriously. Every morning, staffers need to stop him from sharing that status on Facebook about how they can't steal his pictures for nefarious uses. He wraps his wallet in aluminum foil and avoids black cats. And that's not all. <laughs> He's scared of mental health workers because Scientologists told him they were scary. Senate Bill 3 359 was meant to save lives, giving doctors the power to hold someone who may be a danger to themselves or others for up to four hours. The bill is supported by both parties, uh, passed the Senate and House, and was backed by the Texas Medical Association, law enforcement, and medical professionals. Then Greg Abbott vetoed it after being urged to do so by a Scientology-backed organization that mm -hmm. believes psychiatry is evil. I bet he also believes jet fuel can't melt steel beams. <laughs> uh, Greg Abbott is scared our military was going to take over the state because crazy people told him so. Governor Abbott loves our troops. No, sorry. I mean, he fears our troops. <laughs> Last summer, the military held a joint training exercise in the state of Texas known as Jade Helm 15. Jade Helm! <laughs> Quickly, Benghazi! Conspiracy theories. <laughs> theorists said this was... Stage one for the takeover of Texas by the likes of Obama, ISIS, and Mexico. <laughs> in, <laughs> yeah. In response to these absurd rumors, Governor Abbott ordered the state, the Texas State Guard to monitor our own military to make sure they didn't try any funny stuff. No word on his anti-Illuminati legislation yet. <laughs> and he also thinks that Planned Parenthood harvest fetuses because the video told him so. Yeah. You saw that Which, that guy's been arrested, right? They yeah. raided his home. Oh, They've yeah. got all of the raw video, all the raw video, and everything. Which is awesome. He's yeah. looking at some pretty hefty federal charges. Yay! Yeah. None those good. And one of them is coincidentally trying to traffic fetal tissue. He deserves hmm. all of the bad stuff that would come his way. Mm -hmm. He's a despicable human being. Yeah. Yep. Yes, he is. Professional liar. Um. That video that showed Planned Parenthood employees discussing the sale of aborted fetuses, the same one that was thoroughly discredited and showed to be deceptively edited, Greg Abbott still believes it. 
The gruesome harvest, this is a quote, the gruesome harvesting of baby body parts by Planned Parenthood will not be allowed in Texas and the barbaric practice must be brought to an end. As such, ending the Medicaid participation of Planned Parenthood affiliate, affiliates in the state of Texas is another step in providing greater access to safe health care for women. Because nothing protects women like denying them access to essential health care services such as cancer screenings, pap, smear, pap smears, HIV tests, and birth control. Yeah, I'm sure women's issues are the are top of mind for Greg yeah, Abbott. Yeah, of course. And don't forget sexual education, which is one of the things that helps people not have abortions. Uh-huh. Right, and they do birth control, which is one of the things one, that can yeah. actually prevent abortions in the first place as well. So, um, And most recently, someone has shown Governor Abbott uh, the alien autopsy video from the 90s blew <laughs> his mind. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep that guy away from X-Files. Oh, yeah. Hey, that that video was pretty realistic in the nineties. They did a good job with that non CGI'd uh-huh. video. That that dummy they had up yeah. playing on the table. Yeah. Yeah, the the Hollywood makeup yeah. artists did a pretty well, good job. Well they did a good job one. of making yeah. it look like it was nineteen fifty two. Yeah. Sure, okay. unless you started looking at things like the clock that doesn't move and <laughs> the doctors who aren't really doctors and just kinda of mill around. Yeah, they don't really do yeah. anything. Yeah. Well, I mean, we don't have alien doctors yet, so they weren't. I mean, they couldn't. I mean, if you don't look at it with a critical eye, it was fucking really good. <laughs> I mean, I would have put it in a movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. We actually no, are trying in to take some of the others out. We, no, we yeah. actually need to understand it and understand the fundamental thinking and philosophy behind it in fresh ways, in the light of history. Yes, in the light of modern theological criticism. Yes, and we need to. Use revelation, which I believe didn't stop 2,000 years exactly. ago, yeah, but yeah. continues in the context of the society in which we live today. That means the end of slavery, the bad treatment of women, and some of the other stuff that, frankly, is rubbish in the Bible. A man in Pendleton, Oregon, is behind bars after allegedly walking naked into the home of a woman he didn't know. Hi, I, honey, he supposedly said while trying I almost to hug did her. that. We've all been there. <laughs> I got arrested. Well, at least Ryan has. <laughs> I wasn't completely naked. I had pajama bottoms on. <laughs> and to my credit, I don't remember it, but apparently I thought it was my to house. To your credit, you don't remember it? <laughs> well, I, don't I, don't know that, I don't know that you can take credit for that. Like, to my credit, I don't remember a fucking I, thing that I did. To my credit, I discarded that memory. <laughs> well, it, was, it wasn't even anything you could have discarded. It was just non-existent. And, yeah, uh, yeah. To my credit, I completely blacked out. <laughs> well, I, I guess I mean... Fortunately, I think yeah. I think you mean fortunately. fortunately yes. I, I didn't yes. do it on purpose, right? And you're glad to not be, Ambien, be haunted by that. Yeah, Ambien is a hell of a drug. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gail Wilson was at home eating soup sa- Saturday afternoon when the naked man appeared in her doorway. He had a big grin on his face. She told the East Oregonian newspaper, "Did he have an erection?" <laughs> He came walking toward me with his arms open wide. I kept saying, get away from me, get out of my house. Wilson, who suffers from muscular dystrophy, feared for her life. I thought, this is it. I'm going to be raped or murdered, Wilson told the paper. Uh, I'd more or less accepted my fate. Today was my day, but I wasn't going to let him take me gently. I think he just wanted a hug. (laughs) Yeah. He had the sign and everything, free hugs. Yeah. Right. Wilson shoved the naked intruder and told him to get away. She said the man grabbed her dog and took it into the bedroom for a few minutes. Oh, that dog got it. <laughs> Poor got... doggy. Yeah, but to his credit, he doesn't remember any of that. That reminds uh, me, <laughs> somebody who I like very much in the Atheists of Utah, or the Utah Atheists group, had had recently made a post that he had gotten a promotion and was very excited about it, and he ended it with, 
fucking a doggy, but he used no com- <laughs> oh, used no comma and oh, no dash, awesome. so it was just you know his comment, Fuck and he's doggy. very excited about his promotion, and then it ended with fucking a doggy. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. It was very good. <laughs> anyway, please continue. <laughs> Uh, Wilson then called 911. The dispatcher told her to ask the man his name, but that hit made him angry. And he ran out the door just as police arrived. The naked suspect, later identified as 30-year-old Stephen Burton, tried to escape by climbing a fence shortly before falling. Burton was hanging upside down from the tree by his ankle, Pendleton Police Chief Ooh. Stuart Roberts told uh, MyColumbiaBasin.com. Yeah, that sounds painful. Uh-huh. During this time, he was aggressive, non-cooperative at one point, and he <laughs> yeah, even he was, tried... He aggressive was, while hanging by his ankle. I, I, he was in I pain. Know, I know, I know. <laughs> and non-cooperative, yeah. He even tried to pull a handgun from one of the assistant deputies' holster. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> he worked... He worked to keep him calm, Dwight Johnson, an Umatilla County Sheriff's deputy told EastOregonian.com. He said Burton seemed to be in a state known as excited delirium that is sometimes triggered by drugs. Mm. And, of course, rather than going to the hospital, Burton was booked at the county jail on charges of burglary, harassment, disorderly conduct, and the all-encompassing and seemingly mandatory charge of resisting arrest. How did the cop know he was excited? I don't know how they he had a boner. That. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing he wasn't hanging by that. So we all want to do good and we can discuss together how to how to do good. Why would we bother to go back to a book that was written 2,600 years ago um, in order to, to do that? When you think who wrote that book, they were ignorant. They were desert dwelling scribes. They had absolutely no <laughs> Oh, here's a crazy one. Okay. The last one wasn't? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, this, this is my offbeat section. <laughs> no, this isn't crazy in the same way. Just kind of wild. Um, by now, Easterners, Eastern U.S., are probably aware they're suffering through a fifth season called Springter, the unwanted child of winter that loves sowing, that loves sowing snow and teeth chattering long cold into what should be light windbreaker weather. Isn't that normal? Um, well, sometimes not for what they're having right now. Golf season uh, has been fucked up this year. That's all I know. Well, this I've is... only been able to get out three times this year. So but far. you're not in New England. True. I mean, growing but up even Wisconsin, here in Utah, I was used been, to having snow it's on the pretty ground normal like here. June. But... Yeah. But I oh, mean, well, even, yeah. even here in Utah, it's been kind of fucky. Yeah. Uh, but if you are in New England, here's a solution to avoid the deathly chills. Hop on a plane and head west where temperatures have been more than a hundred degrees warmer. Than places in the east. I don't know what? about that. Like, west, how far west? More than 100 degrees warmer? Yep. Wow. It's, for what it's worth, scientists have predicted this kind of east-west temperature inequality uh, that would come with more pronounced, more that would become more pronounced with climate change. Yesterday's lowest temperatures in the U.S. measured negative 10 in Estcourt Station, Maine. Hmm. And four below in the rime-encrusted but beautiful ice hell of Mount Washington. Rime-encrusted? Like a bunch of rappers over there? What do you? R I M E. R I M E. I'm not sure. I don't know what that is. We'll have to look it up later. Meanwhile, a compressed heat wave pushed the mercury to 101 degrees in the aptly named community of Thermal, California. Ah, <laughs> Thermal. <laughs> in more populated areas, the temperature gulch was also extreme. For instance, 99 degrees in Boulder Creek, California, versus record-breaking lows like 11 degrees in Concord, New Hampshire, and 13 in Bangor, Maine. For Wednesday's shriveling heat, seriously, Oakland's 91-degree high obliterated the old record of 86 in 1989. Californians can thank 
warm air mass and offshore flow, according to CBS San Francisco. That's a big change. I mean, just even yeah. in the record. Yeah. Yeah. Huge. Meanwhile, Northeasterners trying to work, feeling, trying to work back feeling. Nope, that's not it. <laughs> Try, <laughs> trying to work feeling back into their fingertips should blame a lobe of the pol polar vortex that escaped into the lower 48 this weekend. Writer Weather Underground Steve writes Weather Underground Steve Gregory. Arctic cold is expected to roar back in the coming days with yet more April snow possible on Saturday in the northeast down to Washington, D.C. And for Californians, this heat spike will subside with some rain possible in the coming days. That's yeah, crazy. It, 111 degree difference between Maine and California. That is it's, fucking crazy. It's even crazier that this is happening every year now where it's like, oh, this year we have record-breaking lows yep, in the and winter. Then, and, hey, record-breaking highs in yep, the summer. And then every, every year, year it's, this is the hottest summer. Break. Nope, this one's the hottest summer. Nope, this yeah. one's the hottest. What climate change? It's cold where I am. Yeah. Yep. I can throw a snowball on the center floor. Oh, yeah. God. Fuck that guy, too. Uh-huh. Fuck uh, him and his horse he rode in on. Okay. I don't think he rode a horse. Donkey? Probably. Okay. It was an ass of some sort. Maybe it was just him. He rode himself. He probably rode a turtle. I mean, that's the same speed his brain goes at. That's what holds up the world. A turtle. True. All the way down. Uh-huh. We are on the back of a turtle. Yes. And there's a giant catfish underneath Japan. Mm -hmm. What? You ever heard of that one? No. That That's what causes the earthquakes out there is a giant catfish. And it gets pissed off every now yeah. and then? Oh. Or it wakes up and kind of moves around a little bit. Yeah. You need to get some of those fucking guys from Louisiana who go... <laughs> noodle it. Who, yeah, who are, who are noodling. The noodle, the noodling catfishers who are just it. out there sticking their arms into fucking tree stumps and what's, shit. What's the... Yeah. Uh, we need to get the Hulk incredibly pissed so he can go noodling, because that's a big catfish. <laughs> Does he like to go fishing when he's pissed? I don't know, but we're going to have to make him do it. Mm. I don't know that the catfish... Well, catfish would pick up something green for sure. They don't fucking care. Yeah, no, they don't but, care. But I mean, this is a catfish like the size of Japan. This is a giant fucking catfish. Japan's not giant. Well, I mean, <laughs> but I mean, that'd be a big fish. As far as a catfish that's a goes, big that's fish. a big fucking catfish. That's a big fucking catfish. Yeah, yeah, sure. You don't just stick your arm in that thing because you can feed like... all of Louisiana for at least oh, yeah. a day with that. <laughs> yeah, fry it. Mmm, catfish fry. Actually, don't fry it so that I mean, you, you can could actually you could live in that catfish's last. internal organs. Yeah, like Jonah. Jonah yeah. in the belly of the whale. Maybe that's what that refers to. It wasn't a whale. A it was a catfish yeah, in catfish. Japan. It was the Probably. Ja the Japanese cat. The you know, Japanese I mean, catfish. you pass it down through oral tradition for so many generations, it's <clears> obviously <throat> going to end up a was, little bit skewed. Yeah. And then we get it as an alligator in uh, Peter Pan. Oh. Right. With a clock. With a clock. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Interesting. These are all points that I'll be thinking about very much later I in mean, the I mean, it's evening. incredibly logical. Yeah. And both those stories have the same <laughs> amount of fact, factual yes. information in uh -huh. them. Uh-huh. These geniuses who put the Bible together genius. are genius. Genius. <laughs> genius. <laughs> even at the level of literature, you, I mean, why do you admire it as literature if they were not geniuses? Well, it, I admire the English literature right. of the, oh. I've, I've no the idea Bible about the original Hebrew. Lincoln, Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah, everyone's been through there. I, just, uh, <laughs> I spent the night in Lincoln. Oh, good. It's kind of like the halfway point for me driving home. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nebraska is halting production of its new widely mocked license plate after officials learned that the state icon depicted at the center wasn't drawn accurately. Officials announced Friday. Widely mocked? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The license plate is supposed to show the Nebraska sower, a statue of a man throwing seeds from atop the state capitol. However- Oh, I like, thought it'd be an old lady with a sewing machine. Mm, no. S-O-W versus S-E-W. Yes. <laughs> a sour. 
Uh, however, the governor's office said the image on the plates used elements from a different artwork. Yep. Since the design was unveiled last week, some people have called it boring. Others have joked that the way the man I- that the way the man is in the image uh, holding the green satchel appears sexually suggested because it looks like he's gripping his semi. <laughs> it does. Uh, de- Department of Motor. It's, it's hard to grip a semi. I mean, it flops around a little bit. <laughs> yeah, well, he's got the end and it sags just a little in the middle. A little in the middle. Department of Motor Vehicles Director Rhonda Lamb said that the state will redesign the plates to correctly depict the statue. So that production can resume in the near future, the new plates will be issued starting 2017 as part of Nebraska's 150th birthday as a state. State officials used an image that was submitted for a 2002 license plate contest. The artist, 43-year-old Jeff Helt of Omaha, said he mistakenly used an image he found online of a relief sculpture of on Michigan State University's yeah. campus in East Lansing. Quote, it was just a mistake on my part, Helt said in an interview. There's no conspiracy around it. 2002, there were a lot of great pictures of the sower online. There weren't a lot. Uh, That was one of the more detailed ones. And the one artist who finally got some work will never be paid for it again. But the funny thing is, is not only did he pick the wrong person, he picked the college mascots. Right. They also use the same colors as that college. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Helt didn't realize his artwork from 2002 contest was used for the new plate until he read the newspaper article about the design. He dug through his files and discovered it was his image. Uh, the man in his image is holding his grain satchel direct d- differently than the figure on the state capitol in Nebraska. Did you say green or grain? Grain. His grain satchel? Grain satchel. I yep. injured my grain satchel getting out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> and some big grains you got there, son. <laughs> uh, Nebraska's process for selecting plates has faced problems before. In 2009, the DMV invited the public to vote on an in in, in an online poll to choose from four design proposals. But the department threw out thousands of votes after discovering that the minim- minimalist approach initially won only because a humor website had urged people to choose the most boring option. <laughs> Since Nebraska is a state where everything runs so perfectly, they have nothing else to do but make a law that requires the DMV to issue a standard license plate every six years. And the state's current plates depict a meadowlark and goldenrod. Having Meadowlark lemon? Having driven across Nebraska several yeah. times, it should just be a long, straight road with no fucking end to it. <laughs> it should just be a line across the right. a line across the license plate. Yeah, that that would work. <laughs> I even made a video that's where I commented on Nebraska. I'm like, and I'm in Nebraska where this road doesn't fucking end. Um, of course the Bible was written in Hebrew. I was about to say when I was cut off that I have no way of judging the literary quality of the original Hebrew. I'm told, I am told that it's very good. I'm told that the original uh, Hebrew is, is, is a very good quality. Nevertheless, um, when we're talking about moral philosophy, when we're talking about the origin of the cosmos, when we're talking about the origin of life, when we're talking about why, why we all exist, there is no reason whatever why we should treat the, the, the writings of scribes in whatever it was, 800 B.C., 600 B.C., as being particularly wise. We could listen to Confucius, we could listen to the Buddha, there are all sorts of people we could listen to, and we could listen to modern philosophers as well and modern scientists as well. Once again, I come back to the point, there is nothing special about the Bible. 
So, so you in that story you mentioned something about names and yeah. inappropriate, whatever. <laughs> it reminded me of something that I saw earlier this week, where George Mason University uh, renamed its law school. Yep. After Justice Ant- Antonin Scalia, and then Antonin Scalia, and then social school media quickly quickly drew attention to the problems with the with the name that they had chosen because of the acronym that was created when they did so. Uh, the school first announced it would change the name to the Antonin Scalia School of Law, or ASSOL. Nice. Asshole. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> After they received an anonymous $30 million donation on March 31st, observers quickly took to Twitter to comment on the acronym's similarity to a vulgarity, with many of those tweeting not a fan of the conservative justice. <laughs> I'm sure that he didn't have a whole lot of fans. No. And naming his law school assholes is perfect. Yeah. I thought I thought it was the I think they should have left it the I think they should have left it that. Yeah. They should have just left it the asshole college of law. Mhm. After Antonin Scalia, aptly named. Apparently they have decided to change it. They've just re, re they've just rearranged it a little bit. Now it's just ass. And the school acknowledged the issue in a letter to its students and alumni writing the name initially announced, the Antonin Scalia School of Law, has caused some acronym controversy on social media. <laughs> so the Antonin Scalia Law School is a logical substitute. So it's no longer the asshole school. ASLS. It's the ASLS, yeah. But I think they should have left it asshole. It was yeah. it was definitely much more representative of his Lifetime achievements. Yes, certainly. <laughs> we will forever keep it named. I asshole. will always refer to it as the, the asshole law school. Yeah, if yeah. it ever comes yeah. up again, yeah. sure. If the Bible has any chance of, of lasting, it had better stick with the King James Version, because once it gets turned into <laughs> modern English, everybody can read it and see what nonsense it is. You got more? Yeah, this one's a little touch longer than the other ones, and then I have one that I want to absolutely get to for sure okay if i close with it that's fine but all right uh two days before uh two days before the taunt from someone i don't know was launched into the twitterverse this is not me i'm reading this is from oh, Mar- okay. marty kaplan uh usc uh two days before the taunt from someone i don't know was launched into the twitterverse i posted a piece about a psychological disorder i called quote too much trump media Swiping Elizabeth Kubler-Ross's model of dying, I described how people like me were coping with the possibility, hyped by the media, that Donald Trump could actually win the Republican nomination and the general election. Following the seven stages of shock, denial, anger, bargaining, guilt, depression, and acceptance (laughs) of the more than hypothetical President Trump. The next day, a right-wing website whose mission is to expose, quote, bias and abuse on the nation's college campuses, ran in an investigation report pulling my column on its reader's radar screen. The title of their alert, UFC professor says Trump supporters are least educated segment of the population. True. The subhead noted that Professor Marty Kaplan had described Donald Trump as a fascist, narcissistic, and extremist bully. But it was the this jerk says you're stupid headline that went viral in conservative media. (laughs) They quoted me accurately. His supporters are the least educated segment of the population, Uh is what I wrote. Uh On Twitter and uh, in online chat rooms popular with the right, the alert was intended, lit a little firestorm, or as intended, lit a little firestorm, prompted responses like these. I have an MBA, proudly supporting Trump. 
And I have my master's in education. I support Trump. My wife has a BS in clinical laboratory science. She supports Trump. Plus the aforementioned doctorate who had guessed accurately that I, quote, believe in global warming, too. Other comments weren't about their education. They were about my religion. Quote, L.A. liberal Democrat. Love going to watch you squirm when the Gentile Trump takes o- takes office. <laughs> when the Gentile Trump? Yeah, that's what it says. Uh, Kaplan wouldn't expect him to be a Trump supporter. Just another self-hating Jew. <laughs> uh, race came up, too. Is anyone less educated than Barack Obama's racial rabble? Uh, when, when I think of the inner cities, you know, the places that had almost 100% Obama support, the first thing that comes to mind is stratospheric levels of education. <laughs> I consider jumping into the fray. After- what a bigoted fucking thing to say, yeah. man. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Oh, yeah. All of it. <laughs> I consider jumping into the fray. After all, I had the facts on my side. What I'd reported about Trump supporters' education wasn't a smear. It was data. It was the National Journal's Rob Brownstein, who in October first laid out the evidence uh, of the Trump gap in education. He... Even a sprawling field of 15 candidates, he wrote, Trump has an open has opened a wide lead among Republicans without a college education almost everywhere. A point he documented with polling data from Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, Nevada, Virginia, Florida, Ohio and Pennsylvania. The diploma divide uh, was how David Wasserman's uh, was how David Wasserman's piece the next month on the website 538 described a Republican Party badly divided by education and Trump's weakness among college graduates. Trump's strong showings, he wrote, are entirely attributable to huge leads among voters without a college degree. In three separate polls taken in December by CNN, NBC News, The Wall Street Journal, and Quinnipiac. I don't know what that is. Quinnipiac? I'm not sure. Quinnipiac. Quinnipiac. Okay. Certainly all of those are, you know, discredited institutions. Sure. Uh, Trump led by double digits among voters without degrees, but trailed among degree holders. Yes, I know that people with a college degree can be boobs and people without one can be geniuses, but demographics are demographics. (laughs) College educated Republicans prefer Trump's GOP opponents by a country mile. And also, (laughs) I just wanted to point this out, too. What we're talking about are percentages anyway. Nobody is saying all Trump supporters are preschoolers. Of course, there are exceptions. (laughs) I mean, you know, well, my wife has a BS and she supports Trump. Okay, cool. You found an exception. But what we're talking about is the the, the percentages, the the, the averages. That's the same argument as in, well, it's I got a snowball. Global warming's fake. Uh Yeah, Yeah. 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 So why didn't I rebut? doctorates for donald with the numbers because facts don't matter the way we wish them to if data made a difference graphs of rising atmospheric carbon dioxide and earth surface temperatures that earth uh, (laughs) earth surface temperatures would melt a climate change deniers denial like greenhouse gases are melting greenland if facts had standing no sane person could maintain that the slaughtered children of sandy hook elementary were actors if reality had a vote, no radio host could persuade his listeners that Operation Jade Helm, Navy SEAL Green Bray training exercise, was a false flag operation, a cover for imposing federal martial law, seizing citizens' guns, and transporting political prisoners to FEMA camps secretly set up in West Texas Walmarts. <laughs> I'm not making this up. Republicans are the yeah. only climate science denying party on the face of the earth. Donald Trump, Ted Cruz, and Dr. Let Me Guess, Marty, you believe in global warning, warming? Two would be considered loons and cranks in every other democracy on the planet. Another PhD and associate professor of communications at Florida Atlantic University, 
until recently, was telling his students that the mass shootings in Newtown, Connecticut, Charleston, South Carolina, and San Bernardino, California, were Obama administration hoaxes concocted to boost support for gun control. False flag! False yeah, flag! Yeah. A few days ago, that tenured professor was fired. Though not for being nuts, it was for failing to file pa- paperwork outside about outside income. I want my life extending. <laughs> I want my life extending technologies. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that's crazy. Do you believe in the virgin birth, Christina? I do. I do. Mm-hmm. I believe in miracles too. Mm-hmm. And um, do you have to believe in the virgin birth and the, the resurrection no, of Christ no. to be a and Christian? The, and and the whole thing is that you see what is so interesting is that what. Richard and um, the, the, his fellow secularists want is for science to be the only guiding force. Well, a lot, for, a lot of religious us, people are secularists. Well, so, yeah. and, 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 and for rationality and reason to be our God. But actually what spirituality is, is, is a whole other dimension that we enter into and that you know, you don't. I don't care what you believe and what you say. You care what a great deal because, because you keep polling us. What you I keep polling us and you keep I trying to play a numbers game. Last week at CNN's Guns in America, in America Town Hall, President Obama told Anderson Cooper that Jade Helm paranoia and other conspiracy theories floating around the Internet, these uh, and other conspiracy theories floating around the Internet these days all the time were wrapped up in the opposition to gun control. What followed was revealing about journalism, about politics, and about the uh, epistemological toxin poisoning democracy. Uh, Cooper said, now let me just jump in here. Is it, fail to, is it fair to call it a conspiracy? Obama, well, yeah. Cooper, because a lot of people really believe this deeply, uh, that they, they just don't trust you. I'm sorry, Cooper. Yes, it's fair to call it a conspiracy. What are you saying? Are you saying that the no... I haven't done this in a while. <laughs> Should I? You're fine. <laughs> well, I'm saying I, I haven't done the Obama in a while. Uh, <laughs> Are you suggesting that the notion that we're creating a plot to take everyone's guns guns away so that we can impose martial law? Oh, that was terrible. I need to work no, on that. No, that. that was better than I could have done. Uh, Cooper, not everybody, but there's certainly a lot of them. Uh, Obama, yes, that is a conspiracy. Um, I hope that you would agree with that. And then there's an applause break. Um is that is that controversial? Ex, uh, except on some web websites around the country, uh, follow the reasoning. Cooper says that it's unfair to suggest that Jade Helm conspiracy theorists are conspiracy theorists. Um, How that it's why How? that it's unfair to fault them for claiming that Jade Helm is part of an Obama plot to take everyone's guns away because quote a lot of people really believe this deeply. So, in, in other words, whether a claim is true or false doesn't hinge on the facts. It turns instead on the sincerity of public feeling. I love how Obama nailed Cooper for that. Way worse than the so-called political correctness that Trump assails is the learned helplessness of journalists, public intellectuals, and anyone else with half a brain and access to a media platform. Why be disingenuous (laughs) disingenuous about knowledge and learning? Why be defensive about objective criteria for for true and false? Elites making cultural excuses for the popular appeal of proto-fascism, that's what George W. Bush, who knew whereof he spoke, called the soft bigotry of low expectations. There is a social institution called education, and there is a faculty called critical thinking that education is designed to hone. It is well, not. I mean, that's the goal, anyway. Right. It's not a st- statistical fluke that, on average, the more education Republican primary voters have, the less they support Donald Trump. That's how it's supposed to work. Uh-huh. Yeah, I thought that was an interesting one. 
I like that one. Yeah, me too. I like it very much. You got more? I have one more, really. I have this one, but after I read through it, I don't really, I don't really love that one. It's shitty. <laughs> I, don't, I don't love that one. That one's shit. It's uh, rubbish. I don't care what you believe, so long as what you believe is not used to legislate in this country and affect what the rest of us believe. I- Why do we have why do we have sixty four sorry twenty six places in in Parliament reserved for bishops mm. of the Church of Nobody England? Knows, why not? Wait, let him finish. Could I finish? <laughs> let him finish. Why not have twenty six places reserved for white men? This is an now, If you did that, if you did that, there would be outrage and quite rightly. Why do we have twenty six places reserved for bishops of the Church of England? Back to the UK. Okay. British Prime Minister David Cameron has admitted to having a stake in his father's offshore trust fund after previously denying his involvement. Oh, Speaking to the UK's ITV News on Thursday, Cameron said he and his wife Samantha Cameron owned 50,000 units in Blairmore Investment Trust, the offshore trust fund established by his late father Ian Cameron. Blairmore Investment Trust, a multi-million pound offshore fund that never paid any taxes in Britain, was named earlier this week in a leak of millions of documents from the law firm Mosik Mosik Fonseca, known as the Panama Papers. Guys, have you This not- has been That's just, very exciting. Oh, yeah. I, I look forward to hearing more of the American side of this. Yeah. Because yes. so far we've only heard about international stuff. Yeah. As far as we're concerned, anyway, as international, but... I, I I look forward to hearing a lot of the American mm-hmm. expose uh, on this. There's talks of Hillary's name possibly showing up on. That would be very interesting. Mm-hmm. the The other interesting thing coming out is the Washington D.C. Uh, madam information. Oh yes, Have you guys heard about this? Yes, the the attorney for the Washington D.C. madam. Talking about wanting to release the information about all of this in the all, background because it is pertinent to Cruz. the election. So mm. I, I, I wonder, is it Cruz or is it Trump? Yeah. I doubt it. I doubt very much that it's Bernie or Hillary. No. It's got to be somebody yeah. on the right. Well, right? I, I heard him say that it was. He's got hours of phone logs showing him Ted Cruz calling her. Oh, this would be delightful. Mm-hmm. Delightful. But I look he's, forward to it so much. And he said that he's going from, to release it. Yeah. Right now he's being blocked from releasing it legally, so he might just go fuck it, here it is. Yeah. Well, mm. and and he set up he set up basically a a kill switch on it, right? Where I mean, you can you can imagine somebody walking into a bank with a with a with a bomb vest, and they have a they have a trigger in their hand where they have to hold a, down a, a button, a dead man switch. Yeah, a dead mm-hmm. man switch. Where if you kill them, this is going to go off, and the bomb is going to go off and kill people around them, right? So you have to keep them alive in order to make sure that that doesn't happen. So he's he's set up a kill switch where if he doesn't automatically, or if he doesn't report back to the website or whatever, who like put a passcode in, like yeah, a, that he that if he doesn't do this for seventy two hours, it's like I that, believe is that, the, is that the TV show with the island, it. yeah, lost, yeah. lost, yeah, yeah. I think I think he put a seventy two hour limit on it that if he doesn't respond positively, that it will be automatically released to the media. So if they arrest him, 
Yeah, if they arrest him, if he's if he's killed, if anything happens to this guy, it will automatically go out. Nice. In the meantime, mm. he has appealed to the SCOTUS to review the case and allow him to release this information. And he's said that even if the SCOTUS doesn't allow him to do it, he's going to do it anyway because it's that important and that pertinent to the election. Yeah. So wow. I'm, I'm very excited about it. Yeah. It should be really interesting when this information comes out. It's a fucking movie. And I over guarantee here. It, yeah. it will come out before the convention because that's what. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Which is yeah. what? Like June? Yeah, June. Hmm. It'll be exciting. Have you learned nothing from us, our UK friends? <laughs> Learn from our Trumps. Learn from our Bushes. Learn from our Bushes. Our Learn bushes? from our Bushes. <laughs> Even the burning ones. Yes. Yes. Uh, the prime minister said he sold the units, which were worth 30,000 pounds in January 2010 and paid income tax on the dividends from the units. He said there was a profit on the units, but it was worth less than the capital gains tax allowed. Units of what? Uh, of this. Cocaine. Of the, uh, Blairmore Investment, Investment Trust, that offshore account that his father. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Cameron said he did not pay capital gains tax on those units. Quote, I sold them all in 2010 because I was going to become prime minister, he said. I didn't want anyone to say you've got other agendas, other interests, all the rest of it. Except he lied about it. So that I'm not buying all that. All the rest of it. Yeah. yeah. Cameron initially said his father's trust was a, quote, private matter and said his family do not benefit from any offshore funds. When asked about the fund by a journalist in Birmingham, UK, on Tuesday, the prime minister replied, I own no shares, no offshore trusts, no off offshore funds, nothing like that. And so that, I think, is a very clear description. But mm -hmm. according to the Except Panama that it's papers. not true. Yeah. <laughs> we have ways of making you expose yourself. <laughs> During the interview on Thursday, the prime minister also said he received a 300,000 pound inheritance when his father died, but added that criticism of his father is not justified. Quote, there are many other unit trusts like it. And I think it's being unfair. It's I think it's being unfairly described, and my father's name is being unfairly written about. He told ITV News shortly before ITV News published this article. The hashtag Curse David Cameron emerged on Twitter. Below are some of the offerings, and they are delightfully British. <laughs> At G underscore Threadgold, may your toast always fall buttered side down. <laughs> <laughs> at not so shouty may all your biscuits be broken your tea be weak and your milk be at least a month old may all your biscuits be broken that's <laughs> awesome and at kennedy Con Connolly said may your oven chips cook unevenly okay british people <laughs> cook unevenly <laughs> we and we do have friends we do have british friends some some of them have been on the show um two skeptical chaps and dave morris also spike is an immigrant from two skeptical chaps. The other uh, born British guy is Dan, Dan Morris. So we know Dave Morris and Dan Morris. So I'm convinced half of the United Kingdom's last name is Morris. <laughs> um, we have a friend. I mean, judging on our sample size, of, definitely. Of two. Yes. Uh, actually, I should say 100%, but I'm just assuming that I, half of what I read is true. Um, the US and the UK have a bit of a. Half of what I read is true. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, the UK and the US have a bit of a friendly rivalry. And this is one time you guys could really use our help, you <laughs> limey bastards. So <laughs> I've 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 offered a few of my own oh, okay. curse David Camerons in order of severity. <laughs> in order do yeah. they get worse? Yeah, four okay, well, I've, good. I've only I've only offered up four as examples for how to effectively burn somebody. Okay. Uh dearest David Cameron, 
may your children inherit your lipless, frog-eyed thumb of a face. That's, that's my first, and it's already more more harsh than any of yours. Uh, may you find yourself alone at night on Crenshaw Boulevard in Compton, California. That would be frightening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, may all the future time travelers find your pregnant mother and offer her rusty coat hangers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and may Bill Cosby find oh. your wife. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Hashtag curse David Cameron. Give her up. Pop. What do, you th- what do you think about this? Well, I don't know about the virgin birth or not. Do you think that's key to being a Christian? Do you think all those sort of fundamental it's, key... It's, it's up to them. What they, if they want to believe supernatural nonsense, that is up to them. But don't force it on the rest of us. All right. Well, we... I think that wraps it up for us this evening. Other 100. than... Other than the compilation the hi- that you... The highlight clip. The, the highlight compilation that Matt has prepared for us. Uh... Mostly for them. Yeah, well, for our listening audience. <laughs> it was for, good, your, for your listening pleasures. It was good for us to listen to. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah we listened to like it last week. Memory I, lane. I, so I think when we listened to it last week, it was 45-ish minutes yeah, long. Yeah, I think it's about 30 now. Yeah. And at the end of it, like my face hurt from smiling and my stomach hurt from laughing and I had tears in my eyes. So I hope you all enjoy it. As always, you can reach us at godlessrevolution at gmail.com. You can Twitter our twatter at TGR Podcast. You can send us an email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com. Did I already say that? <laughs> if you okay. did, it's okay. I've had way too much whiskey this evening. Uh, and, and quickly. Yeah, and quickly. Yeah, this is a shorter show. Uh, you can also send us a voicemail or leave us a text message at 33081rebel. Oh, yeah. Rebel! You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash godlessrevolution. I really appreciate all of our listeners. I, yeah. I honestly do. I, I love getting comments and tweets and, and links and stuff from our listeners who, Definitely. who think, uh, who, who think we would be interested in some of the stories that they've posted or, yeah, we or are. things they, they want to share. And I have been it, absolutely every single one of them. They've, they've all been excellent. I, I love our listening audience. You guys are fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. You rock. Uh, if you enjoy the show, please go out, give us a rating on iTunes, uh, let your friends know about the show. Um, but again, I, 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 and Matt, Ryan, I love you guys. We've been too, two man. years doing the show with you guys. We'll, we'll be it's here been till fucking 200. awesome. I've enjoyed yeah, every <laughs> bit of it. It's, it's awesome. I look forward to celebrating our 200th episode. It's been crazy, but. Yeah. Crazy fun. It's I mean, been, it, yeah, it's it been, been fucking awesome. awesome. I, yeah. I really enjoy it. I, and, I look forward to doing this every single week. And, and for those that don't realize it or don't know our history, episode one was the first time all three of us met. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was sh- the first time sh- all three of us met in person. We showed up to do an episode and met simultaneously. Yeah. <laughs> and then we we're like, originally it was going to be me and Matt doing the show. We're like, damn, should we call like, Dan back and see if he wants to be on like I know, well, every show. Once once we fun. got done, Dan was like, "That was a lot of fun." We're like, "I don't know, what do you want to do it, it get, for like I ever?" Fucking, like I said, this yeah. is the highlight of my week. I fucking love doing this shit with you guys. Just sitting down here, having some drinks, talking about shit. Fucking, yeah, I mean, our the pre-show stuff, the after-show stuff. Mm-hmm. When we, you know, we finish up the show, we go and hang out in front of the house and just chit chat for a little bit. I fucking, I love you guys. I love doing this. It's love it's you awesome. Too, man. It's I love you too, Ryan. I uh, don't worry about should. it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we now present the little clip montage that Matt has put together for you all. 
I hope you enjoy it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye, hell. See you at 200. <laughs> and not before. Well, I'll be at, like, all between two. Oh. Is only suitable for people aged 18 or over will almost certainly have an adult theme and might well contain sex or violence which are quite graphic. It may also contain explicit language, including sexual swear words. Thanks for listening. You're listening to the Godless Revolution. Rawr. Today we're going to talk about some <laughs> politics with some Catherine bitch. We also got <laughs> Carly some... Fiorina Carly. tries to pander to y- both Christians and atheists. Yeah, or, or that's Catherine. what it was. You can call her whatever you want. Kathy. <laughs> we, we don't know her name. <laughs> Matt's going to get angry at something already. I'm going to try not to. The Duggars. Duggars. Yeah, from the uh, Touch Little Children Network. Oh, yes. yeah. TLC. Fuck a bunch of Duggars. And uh, whatever else we want to get to. Uh, but here's what his revelation comes to him. He's kind of got all this stuff, like, uh, touching, wiping, mourning of the animals. Not wiping, whipping. whipping. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, not touch, also not touching. I am, I am dyslexic. I, I hope I'm not having a stroke. Do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! And an atheist almost always becomes supporters of eugenics and abortion. A swine is hungry for nuts. Jesus hates him too. Satan is real. Being a Satanist is an open declaration of revolt against counterproductive received wisdom and mindless rogue traditions. Decapitate her head off. We're done. You're done. You're done. Obama! <laughs> that made me grin and giggle like through the whole fucking thing. That, that is our awesome new intro. It's been put together by our very own meow. <laughs> nice. <laughs> very nicely done, awesome. meow. Well done. Well done on the uh, on the. Uh... <laughs> oh, that was funny. I wasn't expecting that at all. I don't think anyone of us. Uh, <laughs> that made me tear up a little bit. <laughs> Nicely done, meow. <laughs> Should we hit some mu- news, meow? <laughs> right about news. meow. <laughs> it's a new game all the kids are playing. <laughs> so, I'm I'm Dan. We're, we're joined by Meow. <laughs> no, I'm Ryan. <laughs> we don't have a guest in studio with us tonight. Uh, another hostful episode. A hostful episode. Probably extra ranty and ridiculous and silly. Very hostful. Very. I, I plan to rant a little bit about stupid goddamn Carly Fiorna. Fio- <laughs> Catherine. We Catherine. cannot get her name right. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy. <laughs> is it safe to say she's not going to win? Nobody even knows who she is. Oh, we're, we're just going to call her Cat for short. Carly Fiorina, I believe it is. Well, the Republican field is just getting larger. And oh, yeah. it's, 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 it's totally absurd. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. Like, it's like a clown car of stupid. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, I don't think there are any Christians are any better. <laughs> I, I, I guess I guess that's I a whole, that's a Wisconsin way of saying everything we just said. Yeah. <laughs> Overall, yes, they're all fucked. Yes. Throughout history, looking into the past, like, you are correct, sir. Now he's got ISIS wanting to kill him. Well, I guarantee it's not the mosque in fucking Phoenix, Arizona that wants to kill yeah, him. Yeah, I mean he he lives in Arizona. I, I, yeah, it was in, it was, this was in Phoenix, Arizona. ISIS has a long road to go before they get to Arizona. No, oh, they're no, they're, they're in, in Mexico. Texas and yeah. Mexico. <laughs> they're border jumpers. Yeah, but but if you watch Fox News, you would know. Yeah, they're in Texas and Mexico, Matt. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry, Matt. 
their moral rules aren't even on morality. They're just on their fears, I would say. Yeah. It's, law, it's fear-based yeah. laws, yeah, it's not all, it's, moral. It's all based There's nothing on, moral about it. It's all based on some super broy cave juzic factor. Super broy cave juzistic factor. <laughs> yeah, perfect, <laughs> perfect. Ryan's having a stroke again. <laughs> yeah, the, the the same guy who also said in the Old Testament that you can't clip your beard. His ick factor made it into the Old Testament yeah. as a rule that gay people shouldn't be allowed to do whatever they want. But the no diddling kids thing never made it. Right. I found something cool. I found something so fucking cool, dude. You can come over. It's a VHS and it's a porn. <laughs> <laughs> and here's a whole box of this shit. And his dad was like a tea. His dad didn't drink. His dad was a real like calm, quiet, didn't drink. His well, his his father was killed by a drunk driver, so he didn't drink at a young. The dad or the son. His father. I'm lost in your pronouns. His grandfather was <laughs> my my friend's grandfather. Uh-huh. Was killed by a drunk driver while on a construction site. So the drunk driver was on a construction site. No, he was working construction. The drunk driver was working construction. No, his grandfather was working construction, <laughs> and the drunk driver drove through the construction. I'm yeah, fucking yeah. with you. And killed him. <laughs> so his his father didn't drink at all. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he found his dad's porn, and we fucking watched that porn. Because by me, it's all the Mexican Mormons. Mexican okay. Mormons. Yeah. They segregate them. Who Literally, does? there's two Mormon churches by my house. Oh, yeah. If I go by one on a Sunday, it's all whites. If I go by the other one on Sunday, it's all Mexicans. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you got them segregated. They all live, they're literally a half well, block apart. They have well, the a- way we've drawn our wards just happens to fall that way. Even though they, they, they do have Spanish branches that are done completely in, in Spanish. I, I know. And these two churches are within oh, yeah. 100 yards of each other. Yeah. <laughs> A hundred yards? Dude, it's close. I got one here, and I go around the corner, and I got one there on the other end of the street. He's pointing. <laughs> yeah, I'm pointing. Drawing uh, air maps. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll bring it up on the Google Earth. I, I, I took a picture of it. Uh, hey, easy there, chin dick. <laughs> because, uh... <laughs> So with God, yes, he's nice. been working with God as a gay man. I fucking hate that to help. <laughs> that came at like the most inopportune time. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's been working with God as a gay man. I fucking hate they, that. They shit. could see what I was looking at. If they could see what I was looking at, Mark, I love what you're doing. I was looking at the computer and had a stupid pop up on it to do a survey, and I fucking hate those things. Mark Lawrence has been working with God as a gay man. I fucking hate that shit. And it, it's it's funny too because I'm the least techie person here, and I still have some awareness that the listeners don't know what is going on in studio. It just popped out. I was looking at it, and it reminded me of how much I hate those pop-ups. <laughs> I, I, I don't know that I could explain this on the mic. I'm just now thinking of this as you're posing these issues. But, yeah. Um, well, I was trying to find this creepy clown. Hating something bad. Hating something... What? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I just... <laughs> Dude. <laughs> maybe maybe that needs some backstory to it. I, I have no idea what's happening right now. I am so lost. Oh wow. 
Dad's gonna walk out. <laughs> All right, Matt, continue. Well, that's why. And, and so the the issue you posed is if you hate something that's bad, can you still be considered perfect? Yeah. Can something can it still have the giggles? Did you miss what he said? <laughs> I, I didn't clearly hear it. Do no, I do I, I, I shall I, I shall I explain what I was uh, You dude, you caused a spit take <laughs> and almost a snot bubble. It's like it's like the teeth of the controversy. There is no fucking controversy. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's sorry, no sorry, everybody. <laughs> yeah. There's no controversy here. Sorry. Sorry <laughs> about that. There was no Noah's Ark or Big Boat. <laughs> that's that's the one word I cannot do non-Wisconsin. <laughs> Sorry? Sorry. Yeah, that's the matter. one. Well, yes. <laughs> well, there's other, like, people say roof or roof. Like I said, you know, why Why wouldn't you just teach them about God? Or why mm-hmm. wouldn't you let them go to church? Or why wouldn't you let whoever baptize them or bless them or do whatever? Why not just lie to them? Why wouldn't I let a relative shake chicken blood over him to ward yeah. off evil spirits? Yeah. I, I, I think I think of maybe a little bit of a softer approach, which I will probably get into more as I develop these ideas over the coming weeks here. You but. and a softer approach? Are you having a stroke? Yeah, you don't do soft. Uh, well, we're talking about children here, right? Sure. Behind the Zion Curtain, poking religion with a sharp stick since 2015. Fuck yeah! Okay, so that was 40 seconds. I could probably cut that down and into something <laughs> decent. All right. Was that our best one so far? Probably. I think that was decent. You know what? You know what the problem was? We weren't mixing it right. What was the problem? We weren't mixing it right. You got a problem. <laughs> we weren't. We we weren't mixing it right. We were putting the eggs in before the milk. You got a problem. You got to put the milk in before the eggs. Oh, you can't beat that shit. Have a baby. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what the fuck I just said or what that means at all. And I'm Ryan. We're ah fuck you. Okay, fine. I'll take it. Do it one more time. Said it was a complete clusterfuck. It was a complete cluster, clusterfuck to begin with. Uh, it, there's no caca in cluster. <laughs> and they're praising the rectum! <laughs> Obama! <laughs> there's <laughs> semen in the lattes! In the lattes! <laughs> there's nothing but death and refuse in the rectum! Wait, that was Bill Cosby. No, yeah, that was a little common. That, <laughs> that did sound a little bit like Bill Cosby. I was expecting you to say, Zip of the dip. Jello. <laughs> Tick pop. Take this pills. You won't remember it in the morning. This pills? <laughs> this pills. Uh, uh, I have a particular set of pills. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be one. We did. <laughs> we, we did the intro, right? <laughs> Oh, okay. One more time. Hi, I'm Dan. Matt. And I'm Ryan, and we're from the Godless Revolution, a pod- atheist podcast. Oh, fuck that shit. <laughs> well, and to say Godless Revolution. Yeah. Oh, it was my, okay. Godless was a little slurred in that one. Oh, you want another, do another, another one? Sure. Ready? Hi, this is Dan. Matt. 
and Ryan from the Gallus Revolution podcast from eight. So, See, that was that was Gallus. Gallus and Revolution. Because I realized I fucked up Gallus and I heard film. I'm like, wait, I was trying to shoot you shit. I fucked it up. <laughs> like I got fucking Tourette's or something. My name Ryan. Uh, do you want to go this way? Do you want to do that? And then I'll say that. <laughs> hey, it's <laughs> meow. Meow that meow is going to snore. <laughs> <laughs> I want to Photoshop your face onto a cat, but you don't have Facebook for me to steal a whole shitload of photos. That you do. would be fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that myself. You should. Uh, you should change your idea. Facebook account too. Which one? Instead of being Matt and Ryan. Oh yeah. Because Ryan has an account. And, and we have a Godless Revolution account now. Yeah, I yeah. just don't care enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'll change it. I'll change it. I mean, week. it sounds like we're partners. And? Well, I just didn't you know if we agree <laughs> when we're going to tell our parents. Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Pride Weekend is coming up and maybe you get an opportunity. <laughs> you can't be perfect and hateful. <laughs> uh, we, didn't, we didn't finish up on the Billboard story. Uh, oh, go for it. Eventually, a San Diego, if, if anybody can remember, like 10, <laughs> 10 15 minutes back. Uh, so anyway, we're saying that Yesco and Reagan Outdoor Advertising both refused to sell space to restore our humanity and Facebook God for its message. Eventually, a San Diego billboard broker was able to find some independent Utah dealers to run the ads. Uh, this campaign is funded and produced by the Facebook character or Facebook created character Jehovah God, early said, who can be found at http colon forward slash forward slash for those who don't know how to internet, <laughs> oh, man. the good lord above dot com. Yeah, and I, I, I do think it's odd because there there seems to be some sort of a weird emotional draw for them both ways, right? Like they they've got this weird they've got this weird concept of God as this love and creative force and all this beauty and all this stuff, right? <laughs> creative force. <laughs> What's <laughs> and so, and so they've got this draw to the one side, right? Which which has no biblical found foundation at all. Yeah. But then they've also got this emotional draw to like <laughs> to, to, the, to the human element, <laughs> right? I mean, but it's hilarious to see these guys like in a surgical theater, and I'm gesturing with my hands here so you guys can't see it. But they're wearing surgical masks over their face, and they have the the hair nets on and everything. <laughs> but this giant fucking beard hanging down from their right. from the face covering that they have. We, we must be sure to not get any hair in this. <laughs> Important surgery here. You wake up from going to your dentist, and you're all. <laughs> 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 Ugh. What the hell? You left some floss in there. <laughs> Damn it, Bobby. Nice. <laughs> don't deserve the same rights that you do because you believe in some backward, dumb fucking thing. Right. I don't know if they'd word it that way, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, how dare so, you demand equal rights? How dare you, sir? It just doesn't make sense why, why somebody would choose to have a higher level of suicide in their lives have yeah. a have a higher level of bigotry in their lives it just doesn't make sense it's like to be discriminated to be against, discriminated against yeah. you know to be someone that's marginalized from society how dare you try to live in in my, how do you how dare you try to teach my kids you know it's just yeah well i mean i i mean if we we can make an analog here that i think makes it even more clear we can just say you know like the mormons believe you have a choice before you're born 
And so you have two choices. You can go to 19 or 2000s America, or you can be born in North Korea. Who's going to say North Korea? North Korea is best Korea. <laughs> Everybody was saying North Korea. <laughs> First man on the sun. So this, I pulled up. I, I Go pulled watch up, the interview. <laughs> I pulled up Sutherland Institute's FAQ on gay rights. I don't want to know. What's FAQ? Fuck all queers? What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine that for them it is, yes. <laughs> That ends with an asterisk. Let me do this one more time for everybody at home. Uh, it says, with one history. I feel like this is Vogon poetry. With one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, make it stop! <laughs> Seriously, I, I hadn't actually thought about that. That if you want to make the argument that there is no separation between religion and government, then why the fuck isn't religion paying for taxes? Tree. Yeah. <laughs> that is. I. I can't believe I can't believe I've never heard of that or thought of that before. Have you not? No, honestly, Churches don't pay taxes, Dan. Well, I, I know that. <laughs> I know that, but I hadn't. Regional I hadn't. director for Utah, <laughs> American Atheist Ace. My name's Dan, and I'm happy to be here tonight. No, no, but that, that was that, that, that was. Mongo hate religion. <laughs> Sweet beard, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. That was a that was a nuanced point, though. I know, they don't let me play with razors. <laughs> nice. You know, I, which I loved. I had such a good time doing that. But uh, 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 Jeff Jeff Bell was there. Giggling. Jeff Bell Jeff Bell was there, and which I love Jeff. Love Jeff. He and, he was there with his wife Brenda, and, and Forrest were there. And you know, so after I, I need finished to meet up Forrest, the, man. What's that? I need to meet Forrest. Have you not met Forrest yet? I have not yet? met Forrest. Oh, he's such a nice guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I like Jeff, too. I, Apparently, I mean, you better hurry. Of, I give him a lot of sh- Oh. <laughs> I, give, I give Jeff a lot of shit on the show, but I like him. I do, too. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're they're all excellent. Yeah, people. and their show's great. Left show. Yes. Do uh, So, anyway, I finish up the bartending gig, and, you know, I walk, <laughs> walk around the end of the bar, and saying hi to everybody, and, and Jeff and Forrest and Brenda are leaving, and... And Jeff's like, oh, yeah, we're going to go. And I said, oh, that's too bad. And, and he's like, oh, yeah, well, we're old and whatever. And he's got yard work to do. <laughs> yeah. And I said, we're and I said, old and, and whatever. I said, okay. Go. <laughs> I'm the same way. Like, uh, it's, it's past 930. It's time to go home. Fuck, it's yeah. bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> But so so then it was it came to picture time and and so the very first I think it was the very first picture uh, was just going to be me and Jeff and so I tried to like be super creepy. Oh <laughs> yeah, put, that's right. You told me about. That. I think you said it on the show. Did I? I think so. Uh, but I put like both arms around him and like nestled my head up under his chin. <laughs> this big <laughs> shit eating grin on my face. <laughs> oh God, I'm dying. I'm dying thinking about. <laughs> But so they, I think they took a couple, of, <laughs> a couple of pictures like that, and then uh, there was one with, then there was one with me and Jeff and Brenda, and then I think one with me and and Forrest and Jeff, and so then I can't remember if it was the, <laughs> if it was the next day or two days later, but Jeff posts all of these pictures that were taken, <laughs> uh, the ones that he did, <laughs> the ones he didn't post were the ones where I was being <laughs> super fucking creepy. Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably, probably fucking weirded him out because oh Christ, I'm laughing because I was being Get so out creepy. Of yourself, man, <laughs> so pink right now. 
Oh my god, I've, I've been meaning to I've been meaning to say to post something or comment on the pictures that he posted out on Facebook because I this I, I saw that he posted the other ones and I was like yes, <laughs> Mi- creepy mission accomplished. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh Christ! <laughs> Excellent. That really that really made me cry. <laughs> Ah, fucking creepy clown. It was, uh, was glorious. Yeah. I'm not going to disparage your family as I disparage your fucking family. That sounds a lot like the people that go, you know, not to sound like a racist or anything, yep. but... <laughs> right, right. Or anyone that starts a sentence by saying, I'm a taxpayer. <laughs> yeah, you're about to be a fucking salary. asshole. <laughs> As far as families and right. child rearing. And, you know, of course, in his mind, the ideal is a loving mother and a loving father rearing children in cooperation. And that in, mother better be staying at home, goddammit. Yeah, in a happy and, and stable household. What was his third argument? Yeah, Child rearing. I fucking hate that term. Uh, yeah, no. It sounds like something you'd experience in the Catholic Church. <laughs> hi oh. <laughs> oh, man. Wait, wait. Here comes the obvious joke. <laughs> nice. Jim Bob talks about Christian families like his own, and apparently uh, something that a lot of people missed at the time on Fox News uh, during his interview last week, and perhaps it was just another way to excuse his son's... Josh. Mr. Miyagi's <laughs> style wax on, wax off technique of sleeping children. That's okay. They were all asleep at the time. <laughs> wax on. Or maybe he was throwing another crazy conservative Christian family under the speeding rape van. But either way, <laughs> Jim, Jim Bob Duggar. It's a van with hands sticking out of it. <laughs> it's just very stable. <laughs> <laughs> they can't be hanging out because a rape van has no windows. <laughs> what was this video about Das Horn? on the Facebook yesterday. Oh, yeah? And, like, nobody liked it. I was really surprised because it made me giggle a whole fucking lot. It's about this horn where you can drink beer out of it. It's it's a marketing ad commercial thing for this Das Horn. Sounds hilarious. You should fucking watch it, man. It's very funny. Okay. Okay. I thought it was very funny. And then we were laying in bed last night, and I showed it to Tracy, and I was like, nobody nobody liked this. It's been up all day. I don't know. I thought it was really What's funny. Happening? You showed Tracy Das Horn last night? <laughs> oh, nobody liked that's... it. I thought it was really funny. Did she nobody laugh at you too, Dan? Then she actually liked it and commented that she needed Das Horn. <laughs> yeah. Which, now that you say that, makes me feel kind of funny. Couldn't read between the lines on that. Fuck. <laughs> I could have had sex. I could have, and it didn't even occur to me. <laughs> now I'm now I'm second guessing my entire existence. God damn it! <laughs> I, if I'm riding in circles in my motorcycle, that means I want to have gay sex. <laughs> right. <laughs> Is there such a thing as an abortion parade? I mean, do they carry well, around that, like dude. little blenders, what, <laughs> like Whoa, rusty yeah. hangers? What the fuck? Well, I mean, adult. He made yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your new password is fuck Jesus at three four five. Well, and of course, but, and but, I'm walking but, away. But the whole, the whole, it's yeah. persecution. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. I'll, I thought, well, how brave he dares to be a Mormon in Utah. Whoa. <laughs> Difficulty level one. Right. <laughs> Cannot get any further from knowing a single thing about persecution than that. Unless he was one of the twelve. 
What? Twelve what? Apostles. Apostles. Oh. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was speaking Mormonese there. Uh, he claimed to be this horror aficionado, you know, a guy that didn't get grossed out Did you by say anything. horror aficionado? Horror. Oh. <laughs> horror. He's a, he's a horror aficionado. crazy. <laughs> horror. He had, he, had quite, he had quite the bad budget every month. <laughs> oh, created by David Barton and Glenn Beck. In 2010, David Barton and Glenn Beck created the the black, the black robe, robe regiment. They don't act like any cleric I know from D and D. Come on now, Clarence. David Barton is the worst. Glenn Beck is pretty much the second worst. <laughs> <laughs> so, Great. Now we have the two top worst. <laughs> A moose once bit my sister. <laughs> no, really, moose bites can be pretty nasty. <laughs> <laughs> they, when they came, when they come to America, they start to they start to decimating churches. When they come, I don't know. <laughs> My it's name is E. Because, Bonix. <laughs> oh, racial! Ju- this is the Black Brigade, after all. <laughs> Earl Earl Bonix. <laughs> nice. Dude, yeah, this is fucking me up because I'm drunk, but it's like, I read it. <laughs> That's interesting. That's in- it's interesting that the British so hated what the preachers, and then now, when they come to America, they start to decimating churches. Those are two actual sentences in this. <laughs> ah, Jesus. They went, they went to New Where York. Where did you pull this? You don't have to be intelligent to put stuff on internet. It's from Right Wing Watch. From whence did thou... <laughs> Well, unless you listen to Ken Hovind, and then you could you could cover the whole earth with one drop of water if you spread it thin enough. <laughs> that, would, that would be the only reason, I imagine, that any woman would want biblical <laughs> law in place. You said that in a way that made me twinge. <laughs> well, no, because... Any woman? No, because... <laughs> no, I know, I know. I know how you meant it, but when you said it, I was like, whoo, damn. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, send us your show ideas, questions, comments, complaints, mm-hmm. rants, whines. Dick pics. Yeah. Tell I, me wh- I don't want your dick pics. <laughs> send your dick pics to Exafer Reed. <laughs> send that to UO at podhell.com. You can send them to me. They'll be on the show. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> I won't, I won't know. Ah, look at this. <laughs> it looks like a sad clown. <laughs> Who wants to fuck this eggplant? Why does somebody have child porn? Oh, Ooh. yeah, don't send one to me. No, no, don't do that. <laughs> don't. Good point, Dan. That Please a, do not send cheese pizza to the podcast. That was a, that was a tiny penis comment. Sorry, I, that didn't really, really come out very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that... Uh... <laughs> That that made me think of all that was of that was related problems. to another uh-huh. post that somebody had made somewhere else where some guy had sent them a dick pic and he <laughs> had this like micro penis and was like oh baby am I I want my dick in you or whatever and this woman had made this post about why do guys this do woman. this again <laughs> that fucking woman god damn it. <laughs> It was fun. I, I was driving back from Minneapolis drunk, or not drunk, hungover. <laughs> I had stopped drinking at 4 a.m. and I left at noon. I was no longer drunk. Things are different was, in Minneapolis. I was driving back from Minneapolis drunk. Just fucking loaded. <laughs> I was hammered. This guy was riding my ass. Wish I had a gun. 
I sobered up right around there, I mean. <laughs> That's when I realized somebody was behind me. <laughs> I was actually doing eight, not 80. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. I had to watch that shit with my kids all the time. Come on. I never watched it. That was the first thing. Thomas the Tank Engine. Uh-huh. It's a lot better than fucking Barney, I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. I fucking hate Barney so much. That's what you just need to make some purple chicken. And I like, like I, I like dinosaurs. <laughs> purple chicken. I, I like dinosaurs a whole lot, but fuck Barney. That's the worst goddamn show. He wasn't. There's no purple dinosaurs. <sighs> fucking lying to kids. Let's like. And my son fucking loved that show when he was little. Did he? Oh my god. What about the Teletubbies? Lydia loved the Teletubbies. Oh, man, did she ever... I thought I actually liked the Teletubbies. I never watched. I thought it was fucking adorable. Teletubbies was adorable. You've got... Because they never spoke, didn't they? They just made, like... Well, they would noises. say their names. Oh, would they? Okay. And uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. They would say their names and uh-oh and... So, uh, to me, Teletubbies... Tubby pudding and custard. Tubby pudding? <laughs> they sound more like some... Uh-oh, sexu- Tubby pudding. Some sexual predators That's wearing costumes. That's fucking horrible. That is terrifying. <laughs> this, this is fucking adorable. Oh, my God. She had... Uh, Lydia had this... Lydia's favorite character... I think, actually, her probably her favorite character was Poe. Because who doesn't like Poe? He was the smallest, the cutest. I don't know anything about it. And Tinky Winky always sounded like there was some mental disability there. (laughs) During the beginning of the show, it's like, oh, no. So they're going through their names, and it's, you know, Lala, Dipsy, Poe, and then Tinky Winky. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still puzzled that we can't figure out this plateau of listenership and why we can't get above it. I was always surprised that Tinky Winky's fucking <laughs> antenna wasn't the one that was like super bent or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jesus. We can start with uh, the Mormons changing their sacrament meeting. Sure. All right. I don't know much about their sacrament meeting. What so. would the Mormons ever change about their church? I mean, it, it's yeah, God's perfect unfallible. church. It's God's perfect church where no changes are ever required because it was created perfect. Mm-hmm. Except for about every 20 years when a change is made. <laughs> like polygamy. <laughs> Uh, la, la, la. Mormon leaders announced changes to sacrament meeting. Will they be enough? Says Jana Reese, who wrote this article. Fuck, I don't know. Are they cutting the time in half? <laughs> right? Jesus. This week, the LDS jerk, church confirmed... <laughs> Let's start this again. <laughs> LDS jerk. <laughs> the LDS jerks. Yes, hello. So also hello, false. Hello, yeah. hello police. Uh, there's, a, there's a woman in my neighborhood who who's not hating gay people. Yeah. Uh, you should send someone right away. If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at TGI Podcast. Thanks, bitches. Eight. 
Count with me. One to a hundred is where we gotta. 